Hold that board over there. What? What? Hold that board up. Hold Dude. hold it up. Both of your hands are bandaged. I can I, I got to do it. I got to pass. They won't let me fight again. Yeah, but I don't think you can use your elbow in the tournament. I'm st- how my sensei would love if I did this with my hands bandaged. I'm just going to you shouldn't fight again. You shouldn't. Yeah. Yes, I should. Every, every time no. you go in there, there's a guy that knows kung fu and he just beats the living shit out of you every time. I got a warrior's heart, okay? It's not it's not doing it for you. The warrior's heart is not winning out, dude. Pure skill is winning out. Also, I want to question you calling a man named Dale Sensei. Quick hands, warrior heart. That's the motto. All right. I tell you what, if you can break this board, I'll clean the bathroom for you. I can't clean the bathroom anyway. I got bandages on my hands. Kron's doing this it. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Listen, while you guys figure this out, could you do me a favor and both cough up $6.50? Because these pizzas don't pay for themselves. I got to fucking, you know, I got to kick this back up to Domino's, if you know what I mean. So, Well, if you would deliver these to the people that ordered them, yeah. they would pay you. Instead of I, bringing them to us to eat. If you stop no. in here to use the shitter... We I grabbed a slice. To, yeah. I, mean, I can't help myself. Yes. That's, we talked about this on the front end. The pizzas cost $15 delivered. I said I'd bring them to you guys for 13 bucks even. That way we all win. Domino's gets their cut. I get my cut. You guys get cheap pizza. I don't like the fact. Also, I don't like the fact that you're delivering pizzas for Domino's while you're supposed to be on the clock here. Well, it's, I'm doing, I'm doing both, side hustle, dude. Bones. Leave me alone. Yeah. Side hustle. Everybody's well, got I a want, side hustle I, now. I just want you. All right. Fucking. I got two Mark Wahlbergs here. Jesus. Dan's doing karate. I'm doing pizzas. I'm not getting paid yet, but it's coming. Yeah. Hey, some of us, we just have hobbies. It's not a side hustle. All right. Yeah. I would love to get paid for my freestyle raps. It's not going to happen. <laughs> dude, yeah, it's not. Okay. Well, you're approaching it the wrong way. You got to have that. Jay-Z mentality that you're the best that's ever been. Get that dirt off your shoulder, man. Mm-hmm. I think it's about time that the rap game had somebody, you know, with a lot of self-doubt. What, isn't that and little depression dicky? and anxiety? Shit. It's Spindara. Kanye West, man. Come on. Depression and anxiety? Next thing you know, you're going to find the Lord. Hey, you know what could help? Paying $10 for a $6 pizza. That could- you think- Totally help you out. Aren't you supposed to be delivering? I am delivering. Here's a pizza. Do any of these people call in and like complain? You were you were selling a pizza. You were trying to sell a pizza. Delivering the pizza would mean. I don't need to explain this to you. I'm a delivery guy, not a sales guy. Take a twenty out of the till, man. I'm done. I don't care. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And Dan and I will eat the rest of this. And I'll, I guess I'm feeding it to you, Dan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his hands are all messed up. <laughs> I mean, I did pick up on earlier. Look at this grease stain. Why are we so goddamn pathetic, man? We're not. We're awesome. What are you talking about? We got it's, jobs. I think uh, your blind confidence, my friend, is stunning. Warrior's heart. The, the only thing we're cut out for is working in this video store. <laughs> yeah. Jerry says we're garbage, guys. And I, 
I want to please nobody but him. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I mean, we haven't heard from Jerry in a long time, and he he told me if I keep selling pizzas, he's going to fucking kill me. Those were his exact words. (laughs) Jerry knows all. Yeah. And he fucking, he pointed a gun, dude. He pointed a loaded gun right at my head when he said it. How do you know it was loaded? Yeah. Was this before or after all our guns got stolen? He showed me the bullet. He he fucking took the clip out and he showed me the bullets, dude. (laughs) He just came in one day. I was restocking. Just started unloading. Thank God they were blanks. Damn. But guess what? Never late again. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I can feel a beat in my heart, you know? I hope so. Oh, shit. Is it a full moon tonight? No. Oh, dude, is that my gimmick? That's not a gimmick. Werewolf rap? I could could be the wolf, man. Yeah. That could work. uh, Howling. Growling. Prowling. Mm -hmm. Growling. Scowling. Growling and I'm howling. I'm scowling. I'm prowling and I'm and I'm scallion. No, scallion is like lobster. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta get those segues down. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry. I'm howling. I'm prowling. I'm a scallion at Red Lobster. No, that doesn't work. Hey, I'm gonna leave a couple more pizzas and take a take four more twenties. By the way, just to I don't want you guys to be. He's lost, dude. He's I. He's in the game right now. Okay. I tell you what I need. I need some inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anything hits harder than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze this week on Five Day Rentals. You're listening to Five Day Rentals, the video store podcast, where each week one of us takes a crack at picking a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre-specific category. And oh man, what a category this has been. Time to uh, dry this fucker off. We are closing up. Greasy, grimy, slimy. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. I am Bones. I'll be finishing this relay... I don't know. More of a slip and slide, in a way. I'm joined, as always, by Cron Howard, Laundry Dan. Fellas, how are you? Howdy, folks. Uh, Totally tubular bones. There you go. Get in the mood. Dan, you've got all these words to choose from. Awesome, wicked. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. I'm feeling Righteous. pleasant tonight. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's that polo, man. Mm-hmm. How many of your neighbors did you wave at on your way home? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't play golf today. I went to work. 
Dan, do you have an American flag hanging outside of your house? Mm-hmm. In my garage, I do. Underneath okay. a, another particular flag. <laughs> oh, what flag would that be? I don't know. Have I told you guys about the uh, the the Trump fra- uh, Trump flag? Got to be careful there. Trump flag that's being flown on the tricycle by the guy that works out at my gym. He did I share a picture of it? He rides a, a tricycle. A to he ride. Gym? He rides like a big yellow, like something that you would see in like Southeast Asia. Now you should beat this guy's ass just because of that. I want to. I've just openly started talking shit about him, like in the lobby of the gym. So the last time I saw him, it started to rain as I was walking into the gym and the guy was running out and he ran to take the flag down. Oh Lord. And as I came in, I was like, I guess he had to say a cheap flag, flag, I guess. Yes. I shit you not. You should have stopped and saluted. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll take another picture of it. But I live in a pretty um, blue neighborhood, so it stands out. He's going <laughs> to... You know what else stands out? Somebody's going to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, when you're putting that bad boy up against Jason Goes to Hell and the Greasy Strangler. Mm-hmm. Are we going to do Mary Fuck Kill right now and just get this over with? Sweet. It's pretty easy, I think. I don't want to... I don't want to skip ahead, but this is almost a movie without an ending. <laughs> without an ending? No, they do a flip. <laughs> they ends on a funny. It just kind of ends on a musical number. Mm-hmm. Got to get them children's back for the next one. I guess. It, it's just it kind ends of a, on another funny. I feel mm-hmm. like it's 75% of a movie. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. Quite honestly. Uh, yeah. So, Dan, you, you unlaid this category on us and you chose the Greasy Strangler. You were very clear. You wanted a very dirty type of movie. Mm-hmm. Kron, you brought us Jason Goes to Hell, which you considered to be a, the slimiest mm-hmm. or the sl- a slimy Friday the 13th. The picture. slimiest Friday. I still think that that's in contention. But that's fine. All right. Well, um, make a slimy category and prove me wrong. Never again. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. No more slimy categories. Actually, you know Can't what? Tell Fucking us what to do. Pick, pick mm-hmm. a slimy category and I will. I got one locked and loaded. I've got a slimy. Oh, the movie I talked about earlier in this category. Yeah, we'll see who gets to it first. Um, so I thought I would course correct here. We covered the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles very early on in the podcast. Um, And as the three of us know, nobody's heard that. Um, So it was inevitable that we would get around to the sequel. Hey, uh, spoiler alert, Bones. No one's going to hear this one either. (laughs) Ah, damn it. Dan, you you did give me the okay last week when I selected this. That I did. the look on your face right now is just pure joy. We're about to make another rule. No more G ratings. This is G. This wasn't G. This was PG at least. I don't know. I think I am. I think Dan is just mad that neither one of us, uh, 
You guys I, want you want your grades for this category? I think I know what Dan was going for with this category, and we he zigged and we zagged. That's mm-hmm. no nobody. You guys just ran straight, <laughs> and I'm gonna shoot you right in the back of the heads. After the Greasy Strangler, we couldn't do we couldn't do two more movies like that, dude. <laughs> yes, you picked the the greasiest movie ult- I yes. could find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any idea how many letterboxed grimy lists I looked through? And I was like, I oh, do not want to watch the late grimy 70s. Movies. Yeah, there were so many picks I so gotta, close to shit that I already picked. Oh, I got a category that's going to limit you so fucking hardcore. And it's I've, not even funny. I have picked some of Ooh. the dirtiest movies on this show. So occasionally I have to bring the MXPs. <laughs> And the Phantoms. I will say I'm surprised it wasn't one of the MXPs. Or those are too fucking wholesome, clean cut. <laughs> there was one. There's one where he becomes a baker, <laughs> and there's a whole scene where he's like covered in batter. I was like, that might work. How but do you? <laughs> we'll save that one. How do you know this? I'm making that up. <laughs> MXB, most extreme yeah. baker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is the dog or the monkey? I guess M, so it's the monkey. They're both in it. <laughs> the dog delivers the cakes. Mm-hmm. And you better believe he makes a mess on the way. <laughs> like the monkey. Right, what's your guys? The monkey does a perfect job putting the cakes together, and then the dog mm-hmm. fucks them all up. Mm-hmm. Just got to have puppies, though, too. Mm-hmm. They're puppies. They're little chimps as well. I mean,. But it becomes the shtick of the whole movie. People are like, you know, these cakes are great. Like, they're fucking, they're masterpieces. It's like Pollocks, you know? So all these hipsters order these these cakes made by a monkey and delivered by a dog. <laughs> Thousands of dollars. Somebody's going to lift that from this episode <laughs> in so, 10 years. <laughs> this is what an incredible fuck? idea. Yeah. <laughs> Lars von Trier's <laughs> fucking <laughs> cake day. Keanu Reeves. I was thinking like cake nine. Oh, that uh, would work. Yeah. You got to get the monkey cake, bro. Monkey cake. You can't leave out the dog, though. <sighs> monkey cake's dog? I don't know. Can the average dog take a monkey, or would a monkey take a, a dog? I think a monkey could take a dog. Yeah, monkey all the way, dude. I, I saw a, I saw an internet, internet clip where the, uh, these monkeys were rubbing onions all over themselves because it prevented, like, fucking fleas and shit from getting on them. Incredible. I watched That's one where genius. the monkey- That's genius. <laughs> was fucking with two tigers, like, pulling their ears and slapping them in the head and shit from the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is great. This fucking guy right here. That orangutan I saw get on a log and then start rowing it with a fucking uh, branch. I was like, ah. Incredible. Incredible creatures. Guess who doesn't have to pay taxes? <laughs> Me. Oh, wait. No, it must be nice. Shit. All right. What's your guys' experience with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? 
I know for sure <sighs> that you've seen the first one. I've slept mm-hmm. with Donatello and Leonardo. Hand job to Michelangelo. Raphael got away. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's how Dan it? makes this dirty. Mm-hmm. Splinter's a okay. freak. He likes to watch. And those were uh, th- four guys you did mushrooms with, right? Um, I don't even remember. What did I give one? A three? Prop- you probably gave like a 1.5. That's not true. I don't Kron remember. will look this up. Kron, I believe uh, in the last episode, you said that you, you had seen the first one more as a kid. See, like you said something about your cousin had this tape. Yeah. So this was the one that you popped in. Yeah. Uh, Dan, by the way, you gave this a three. Uh, you and me a three, Bones a four for TMNT one. But okay. yeah, uh, definitely like I had the VHS of Turtles one. So I would watch that all the damn time. Uh, two and Turtles in Time, which is the third installment, were definitely like, hey, I'm at a cousin's house. I can catch this every now and again. But um, I don't know. Probably saw two more than three, but, you know, none of them compared to one. One was like the – and even watching it now, like one is the more uh hardcore version of the Turtles movies. Like I feel mm-hmm. like with this one, they kind of kept like a little bit of that spirit, but it also – they're leaning a little bit more into this is a kid's movie, you know? Yeah. There's a little oh, bit more like they are jokes, you know, and just kind of, I don't know. They're, they're definitely like. Should have went to Wills Fargo. <laughs> yeah. They know their avenue at this point. That's an adult joke, Dan. <laughs> Glad I paid the money to take my children here. Yeah. Made a Wills Fargo check. Three, dude, I remember watching three as a kid and being like, this sucks. Yeah. I was going to say that. This, I was like, I've sucks. only seen three once. And I'm sure one of you fucks is going to make me watch it, but you have to pick it, Dan. We yeah. all okay. picked the Turtles movie now. I will. Great, awesome. I'm glad that I that you guys have given me that gift. Thank you, Kron. Your story about like your tombstone your power it. driver. Tombstone. All right. <laughs> uh, my cousins had Super Mario two. Mm-hmm. I didn't have Super Mario 2. I had the original Super Mario on NES, and then I had three. Yeah. So I would go over to their house and get to play like little snippets of two. Dig holes. And, and it, it bummed me out. Yeah. Throw pears and- I mean, three is the undefeated fucking masterpiece, but- Yeah, but it. I mean, it becomes that thing, though, in your head where you're like, well, two is cool, but it's so different. And that's mm-hmm. almost how I feel about Secret of the Ooze after watching- part one so many times it's like i get what they're doing here but it's no turtles one i mean so what you're saying is from 1990 to 1991 you matured that much i'm just saying uh i think all of us coming up in the vhs generation whatever movies you had laying around you watched 40 times because yeah I, that absolutely adds to my belief that Last Crusade is the best Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. That's the one I had. I 
I will sadly, well, not even sadly, I'll just say uh, Star Wars, you know, episode four, New Hope is the definitive Star Wars because that's the VHS I had for, I didn't even know for a long time there was a five and six. So yeah, that's child abuse from your parents. I just thought there was whatever. I didn't even probably know it was four. I just, we had the VHS. That's the way to do it. Show Mm -hmm. your kids four and then fuck off. Don't ruin them. Halen actually watched as I was watching two. She's like, I want to stay up and watch this. And I was like, we can watch one tomorrow night. And now she wants, she finished one. She wants to watch two now. And I'm like, oh, man. But you don't need to. I think so. I think she does. Wait, you watched episode one or you watched episode four? I clicked on two again just to refresh through it again. Turtles two. Turtles two. Not Star Wars. Okay. Sorry, Kron. But yeah, Turtles. And uh, she was like, oh, I want to stay up and watch this. And so we watched one the other night. And she's like, okay, now I got to watch two. What'd she think of it? She liked it. She's like, are we going to watch two? Have you implemented the rule of like, no, you have to wait a little bit because when I was a kid, I had to wait. Mm -hmm. And it makes it better. I mean, I could say that and then... She could sit on the couch tomorrow, turn on the Apple TV, and say, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, and there you go. Just set it up like when I was a kid. You watch one, uh, you watch that 40 times, and then by the time you watch two, you're like, that's not the Turtles. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I've seen the other ones so many times now that it's kind of hard to think of them any other way. I, I did the same fucking thing with the Dark Knight. Like I'm sitting in the Dark Knight, and I was like, "This doesn't feel like Batman Begins. This is, look, this all looks weird." Because I had watched Batman Begins 25 times. Mm-hmm. So There's sunlight in this movie? What the fuck? Yeah, this is fucking yeah. weird. I get it. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Is that the all right. Predator? Any any other any other business up top? You know we quit doing. Um, we don't ever pimp a letterbox to our Twitter handle or email. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's no reason to. But in the last few edits, I was like, you know what? I'm gotta, not even going to worry about it. We got a comment a few months ago on Letterboxd. Thank you for that to that gentleman who commented on Drive mm-hmm. from 1997. Uh, we also got a comment on a YouTube video, <laughs> which was pretty great. Yeah, that's what I'm going. <laughs> Yeah, that guy, uh, he was very mad. Well, he said this isn't actually an interview with Paul Verhoeven. And I guess as a response to him, yes, it fucking is. That's Paul Verhoeven. (laughs) That's the real guy. Fucking hater, dude. Yeah. That's not Paul Verhoeven. You can tell by listening to other interviews. It's like by what he's saying or how he sounds. But I want to talk to this because who... He was obviously going around looking for Verhoeven interviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somehow, when you type that in, I'm sure we're not number one on that. <laughs> oh, he was searching. He was doing a deep dive. That, dude. That's what I'm saying. He had to go pretty fucking deep to find that. And he's doing his dissertation on that's Starship true. Troopers. Or just Verhoeven's films or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Bones, you should uh, stitch together all of our Verhoeven clips and 
You should do a thing just talking to him and send yeah. it to him. Send it to his email address. Or I would. YouTube. I, or I would love to just get the guy on the show full time. Just do a full episode with him. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not Brian De Palma. I think I think we'd have a blast. Yeah. All right, so that's business out of the way. Uh, join the Discord. There yeah, you go. F- find us on a platform that you use, mm-hmm. I guess. Letterboxd. Be the fourth person to join the Discord. All right, you guys ready to just dive into a grimy yet colorful New York? A very clean 1991 New York City. Okay, so let's let's revisit. Let's talk one to two, right? So they make one. Yes. Yes. Yes, I always do a one when I do a two. Really? Can't help it. Yeah. Um, they make one on the cheap. Becomes the most like most profitable independent movie of all time, right? Yes. Golden Harvest. And is probably a fucking home run with children, mm-hmm. right? But there's still probably some people who go, that was kind of dark for it being about teenage turtles. So what? how many conversations were there about, all right, this one can't be near as dark as the first one? Like, is that conversation day one when you sit down to write this or... Because this isn't like saved in an edit. This, I mean, this is from script up. They folded. Completely different. They folded. You think they folded? They did. I don't know. I mean, all in all, I think it's a pretty good sequel. Like, in the sense that if you were, let's say you saw Turtles 1 when you were six or seven, right? As soon as this thing hits theaters or home video... Like, I guarantee you this was huge for, uh, you know, sleepover rentals. Like, this thing had to be... Five million in the first week. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I I think they did an okay job of kind of keeping the spirit of the Turtles, but it definitely is more family-friendly, more kids' action movie kind of mentality. But if you were eight, I don't know if you would hate that, you know? Well, I was just gonna say the question is if if one was like two, would you still love it? Well, I think watching it now, I would love it more if two was kind of a little more adult, a little you know, just had that feel of like low. We don't know what we're doing. This is a low budget movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would like it more, but again. Us right now are not the target audience for this movie when it was released. So, no, but and we the were bummer when is, we were kids though, there were guys our age that read the comic, and when the first one came out, they were like, "This is a fucking kids movie." Mm-hmm. And then the second one came out, and they're like, "All right, I'm really fucking done with this." We got, yeah, but a lot I'm, to I'm talk taking about a at the long end. walk off a short pier. Mm-hmm. For that's it. At a protest, I'm no longer doing a number one when I number two. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna squeeze the tip of my wiener. Wait, you always do a two when you do a one? No, three sixty. 
360. <laughs> Let's get into this fucker. <laughs> 1991. Ooze me. TMNT2, Secret of the Ooze, directed by Michael Pressman. We got New Line. We got Golden Harvest. We're also in memory of Jim Henson. R.I.P., baby. New York City. We got the hustle and bustle. And let me tell you, New York City, they love their pizza, baby. Hey. It's fucking pizza galore. People can't get enough. We got cops and robbers eating pizza. The greasiest thing in this movie, the pizza at the beginning. Mm. I I honestly love this opening. <laughs> yes. There's yes. just so many people walking around New York shoving pizza slices into their faces. And they every slice looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. When they cut into Roy's and there's that lady pulling that, that stereotypical cheese bite. Oh, man. You guys want to know where you can also see this pizza again? Roy's Pizza? No. And a little movie called Ernest Scared Stupid. I don't understand the trivia. They used the same pizza? Yes, they did. This is all prop pizza? Yes. Pizza doesn't look that good. Wait, what? (laughs) I do the research, guys. I'm just letting you Somebody made prop pizza. Yes. I mean, I'm sure the ones they were eating were probably real, but- That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, how is it not cheaper to just make- (laughs) I don't know. I mean, and see. make fresh pizza. And someone went to the trouble of keeping track of the pizza movement yes. from Turtles so, to Somebody did quarterly inventory on stacks of prop pizza. They gave you $20 million in 91 to make a Turtles movie. Jim Henson did all your work for you in the first one. This doesn't that doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, so you're saying the prop pizza from this movie also appears in an Ernest movie. Ernest scared stupid. All right, we're at Roy's Pizza. That's the one where he kisses the trolls. Yep. What's the one? I believe it's also been like featured on Best Little Horror House in Philly, hasn't it? I don't know. I wow. think so. George, some, get back to us on that one. Some brave soul picked <laughs> Ernest scared stupid. We're getting hand-tossed, stretchy cheese here. We see Kino, Ernie Reyes Jr. I mean, a lot of movies in the 90s with Ernie Reyes Jr. in it. Surf Ninjas. Hey, let's see. He's in my favorite rock movie, The Rundown. You ever seen that, Cron? Nope. Okay. You ever seen The Rundown? We're going to watch it on this show. You mean The Rock? The Wrestler? Yeah. No, I've never seen that movie. You meant like my favorite rock movie? Like a fucking... I don't... Whenever you said it, I thought my favorite rock movie is The Rock. That's true. Starring Nick Sorry. I guess I should say my favorite, the Tom Cruise movie. Okay. It fucks me up. All right. Kino comes in. He's a little little delivery boy. He is tasked with another delivery for that O'Neill woman. Again, he asks. She should be buying it wholesale. Uh, on his way out to his moped, he calls a girl fat. Uh, oh, he like he's like hitting on him. Like, who wants to ride with me tonight? She hits back with like, whatever, pizza boy. And he's like, I think you're too big to fit anyway. Yeah. Well, I think but she says fat joke. she says in your dreams, and he said, 
if I dream, I'll dream of someone skinnier. <laughs> Brutal takedown. She's nineties fat, which means thick with two C's now, right? Like none of them were big. <laughs> Uh, I think the worst part about it is just you got roasted by a pizza delivery guy. I mean, Kino's cool as hell, dude. Yeah, but nonetheless, I mean, minimum wage worker just fucking burning you down like that. The funniest fucking people are like blue collar Mm -hmm. fucking mechanics and shit. Like those ones that crack me up. Oh, I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm just saying if a... If a minimum wage worker burns you down like that, you call it a night and you go home and you, you, you're not going out anymore. I mean, that's oh, it. I, I think I'm picking up another pizza from Roy's and stress eating that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I mean. This it's is like 1990. What are you watching on TV? 90210. Night court. Up all night. Oh. Those seem later. Up all night might be there. You know what I just realized? I never realized that fucking Joe Bob is the dude from Monster Vision. Really? Yeah. I thought he was just like some dude in, like, I came across a clip and I was like, hey, that's fucking Joe Bob. I was like, this is fucking Monster Vision. Like, I never connected it. I knew Monster Vision, but didn't realize that's where he was from. Or like where he, that's where he got like his big national start, right? Joe Bob, living the dream that all of us want. Watching this horror movie movies with next porn stars. 6,000 pizza slices, no breasts, <laughs> two murders, Four one turtles. canister of ooze, one half canister of ooze. Joe Bob says, check it out. Uh, All right. A screaming, snapping turtle and one weird wolf. I love when it's an odd number of breasts. Mm-hmm. He arrives at April O'Neil's, but uh, before he can make his way inside, he sees a suspicious van across the street. He steps over. He goes down into this, like, weird underground mall outlet, sees some masked thieves, immediately starts kicking ass. Kino's got moves. Did I mention I study martial arts? What's going on with with these robbers? Like, they all have a button-down shirt tucked into high-waisted jeans. <laughs> they look like the lamest group of robbers in the world. Yeah, I mean, but as soon as you pull that panty, those pantyhose off, <laughs> you're an upstanding citizen, buddy. Yeah, well, I guess that's it. Like, you can, as yep. soon as the robbery's done, you just walk out into the street and- you're a, you're a wolf in Sunday church clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, showing up to a robbery like that, it seems insane. <laughs> They just got off of work, okay? Yeah. They might all call for that, I guess, was Sunday best Mm -hmm. or something. They might as well have on, like, dockers and (laughs) fucking penny loafers or something. I didn't see none of these guys smoking cigarettes. Oh, they were cigars. Based on their outfits. No. Mm -mm. Cigars. These Mormons are simply (laughs) performing this crime. Mm. So they can set up their own temple. Is that what they call them? Temples? Uh, yeah. Who cares? Or is that um, people of the Jewish faith? If we have any Mormon fans, please join the Discord. Please let us know. And rate yep. and review us. Mm-hmm. And let we'll, us know about. And, 
Listen to our exclusive Paul Verhoeven interviews available on YouTube. Well, Dan, I was going to say a bunch of kids sitting around smoking cigars. You know what that would make me think of? What? Pinocchio. That's Mm -hmm. where all of this got started with your puppet obsession was your pick Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. we're, We're talking turtles, dude. No puppets. Please. I guarantee you That's what we thought last time. (laughs) He has a a category reveal tonight. It it might be Puppets Bones. Stay tuned, folks. We shall see. All right, more dudes show up. You know who else shows up? The motherfucking turtles. Quick jump in the air. We got our titles. The beatdown is on, my friends. They start trading off. Awesome. Wicked. Eclectic. Raph comes over, he wraps up Kino in a blanket and hides him in a trash can. Sorry, kid, it's for your own good. Donnie really shines in this fight. Donnie really shines in this whole movie. So, Dan, I wanted to know preemptively in your research, did they think they had Corey Feldman and then he backed out because Donnie may as well be the main fucking turtle in this? Donnie is in this. He's your boy, Kino. Kino played Donnie in the first one. They okay, lo- but Corey, Corey Feldman was the voice actor of Donatello. Of, of Donatello. Corey was in rehab. Okay. So, so that's why the studio didn't want to. Okay. But they probably wrote it and brought Donnie up so Corey Feldman's voice could be used up more often. The prominent voice. Okay. Yes. I'm fine with Donnie's voice in this. I think it works. You think he was sitting in that rehab smoking cigarettes being like, I could have been a turtle again, man. I could have, I could have fucking done it. This, is pro- it. this probably had to be maybe first stint in rehab for Corey. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't dive that far, but when I did that research, I was like, this is probably like the beginning of it, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, it's sad. I think if if the shit that really happened, that he claims happened to him happened, it's fucking brutal. So I do try to... Have it's such sympathy. a bummer because he's done some stuff that is so ripe for parody. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, we get Mikey with the yo-yo. Which is pretty great. And then the the world. Yep. And then the standout of this scene, Donnie and the Clown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh okay, fucking the listener knows. The listener has seen this fucking movie, so I'm gonna move a little fast. Uh Donnie also picks up some sausage nunchucks here. Combat cold cuts as he yells. Um that wouldn't work, right? I mean, no. There's no. You get hit by a sausage in the head. You're not. It's not doing damage. I mean, it, it's more embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason for this. Yeah, it's just to degrade because they these had to guys. tone down the violence. They can't actually hit people with nunchucks and bow staffs and swords. They Ge- have to. Gentlemen, the use of nunchucks is forbidden in the United Kingdom at this point. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
So that was Did their solution. Okay. Do you think there were a bunch of little kids that like, as soon as they got out of secret of the ooze, they were like, let's go to the butcher shop. I want to get we two. Gotta, we got to go to Vito's. Yeah. I want to get two sausages connected by a fucking casing to whip around. I, th- I thought Dan was going to say this was big sausage. You know, they pump some money in this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big sodium. I mean. They cornered the Golden Harvest CEO and demanded he front load the movie with sausage. All right. Raph finally kicks Kino out. Uh, I mean, Kino calls the cops and returns. If, if the use of a nunchuck is, you know, if you can't do that in the UK, isn't using a, a sausage the same exact thing? I mean, you're. This, this is 1991. Like, yeah. Their cops don't even carry guns. But I'm just. It's if it's a sausage that you're using as a nunchuck, isn't that the same thing as a nunchuck? I mean, technically not because it was a sausage. If they said no knives in movies and I killed you with an axe, is that not the like we're doing the exact same thing? Yeah. A sausage nunchuck is still a nunchuck. Mm-hmm. Sausage nunchuck. Can we put this on the hot dogs movie list? No, no. No, that's not a hot dog. All right. Hey, you did a you know, you did a great job of uh, picking a category for red sauce here. No blood, though. I don't think. Yeah, it's not as hard edged as part one, (laughs) where you'd see a lot of blood. (laughs) Yeah, one's fucking hardcore dudes. Mm -hmm. This is fucking bubblegum shit. Kino calls the cops. He returns to find the goons all tied up, especially one that's hung up from the ceiling. With his flesh a, peeled off like in Predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only. What are these uh, guys called? I don't know. These guys that rob places and stuff. Hold, hold back. Hold back. Hold back. I, I got that in. I got I got a place for that. Um, Kino notices that the turtles took the pies, but they left some cash at least. We finally see April O'Neil. She was recast. Dan, did you look at those notes? I believe the. it's my understanding that the f- original April O'Neil actress demanded more money. Well... <laughs> I read that she wasn't happy with certain ways that some of the the said or how she was treated on the first one. Okay, hint, hint, hint. She didn't get paid enough. Okay, I'm I'm fine with it. I think they're both sexy in their own way, and they're both capable actresses. So I think I like my April April, O'Neil in one more than this. April's a little sweeter. She's very busy. What happened to her kid, dude? I mean, <laughs> if there's ever a movie where we're going to ask the question, it's this one, right? <laughs> Where'd her kid go? She had a kid that, in part one. That wasn't her Did kid. She? Yeah. That was the- That was Danny. That was the, the editor's kid. Oh. Her news manager's kid. If you don't that think that's That was harassing a, her, just showing up at yeah. her house. That's Stole kind of from her and shit. secret love child thing going on, I think. You think? Yeah. No. No, no, no. I mean, the first one was a little darker. Mm-hmm. 
April's carrying the stereotypical grocery bag with the baguette sticking out. And celery. Mm-hmm. Something I wrote into a, a script once for that very reason. Uh, did you notice the the little uh, Susie Esman part here? The lady from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? She plays like one of the neighbors. Oh, the guy opening the door for her? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, she's not going to yell, fuck you, April O'Neil? Well, what'd you do that for? All right. Turns out the turtles, they've been crashing at April's place. Um, they're leaving a mess. April walks through the house, starts picking up little props. You know, this has to be Mikey. This has to be Donatello. Uh, the uh, rat is the cleanest one, she says. What? Why would you deal with this? They have trashed her fucking apartment. Because <laughs> she's a nice lady, and they're heroes. They could have just lived out in the woods of Central Park. They could live here's, in a sewer. That's here's where my they thing. belong, dude. Yeah, but doesn't this seem to be a failure on uh, Splinter? Or do you think he's just naturally messy, too? But, I mean, shouldn't he be reporting to them, like, he is my right. son's... Pick up your fucking mess. Yeah. You're a ninja. <laughs> the turtles return. Primo workout, dudes. Um, they're start acting the ass like a bunch of teenagers. They are they're not proactively looking for another place to live, even though April's dropping some hints. We get a uh, little quick retelling at the end of the first movie with Raph. And uh, Leonardo even talking about how they took out the shredder, yada, yada, as we recall. Um, Splinter threw shredder off of a roof into the back of a garbage truck. And Casey Jones activated said garbage truck. Who? And God damn it. If this movie's missing one thing. Who are you talking about? (laughs) One thing. (laughs) What are you, some sort of bunker? Folded. Uh, Fold. Stand before me, my. Did you guys also have to have the conversation with yourself? Like, I am not doing Splinter's voice. Raphael. No. No. Okay. I, I mean, you made can. a funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, that's pretty good. It, no, I don't mean in the. Uh, I meant in the uh, progressive woke sense. Yeah, but Bones meant it's offensive to do what I just did. <laughs> yeah. Which is my, uh, isn't the guy who did Elmo the guy doing the voice? So it's almost triply bad because he's come out, it's now revealed that he's like a groomer or something. He's not like a good person. I don't know. I don't know. know. How do I know all of this? Why do I have to keep up with that? Yes. I don't, I'm sorry. I think he was a petter ass. Isn't he a petter ass? It could be. I I, I felt bad even saying groomer because I was like, what if it wasn't that? But. Why do I even know that the guy who did the voice of Elmo is not a good person? Guys, listeners, I got to get off fucking Twitter, dude. All you got to understand is never make enough money to where you're bored. Okay? That's it gets you in trouble. I'll never have that problem. Me neither. None of us Stand will. before me, my sons. Splinter appears. He drops some ninjutsu knowledge on him. Uh, they want to they want to expose themselves to the world. They're kind of tired of hiding in the shadows. They want to be heroes. So, uh, Louis C.K. is here, huh? 
<laughs> oh, I, I was going to say just like that guy who voiced Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> they would never understand, he says. Um, but they ask about pizza. Is pizza okay? Yeah, pizza's okay. I think they did a, a fine job of bringing the turtles to their teenage ages here, I guess. Yeah, they seem younger in this movie. And I, I like in the- sure, and you have you have to do that. You have to, but it does really contrast with the first one. The first one, yeah. Cuz Raviel's pissed. He's I'm going to a movie. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. They they and they obviously he's got the one bit here where he kind of s- slips away and does his own thing, but you lose Leonardo. I mean, he's just he fucking loses any balls that he earned in the first one in this one. And I know that like we talked about like bumping Donatello up for that reason. It does seem odd cuz he was the more wise of the four. Yeah, he was in always the first one and they they kind of tried to do his like smartness with the professor later on. But yeah. it's like, well, why didn't you play that the whole time? He just seems kind of like a Ray, yeah. And well, I'm, I'm I like that, but what I dislike is that he's the one who has the existential crisis also throughout the movie. Like that that should have been Leonardo, right? Like that should have been you know, I, I've tried to lead per your direction, Splinter, because I always thought that it would something would be revealed or, you know, like. From, I don't know. What were you going to say, Kron? Well, I think even in part one, it's kind of like they are teenagers. Like they love pizza and joking around. But even like when Raphael sneaks out, isn't he like, I'm going to go see a Cagney picture or something? I mean, it's like I'm going to go watch a noir movie by myself because – I'm a cool uh, 14 year old. He goes to see Gremlins, right? Oh, Critters. yeah. I think he shit. does come out of Gremlins. Critters. But Critters. Critter. They all seem kind of like they're they're both uh, 16 and 38 at the same time. You know, no, yeah. I'm going to say 19 in the first one, and then we got like 14 in the second one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I just mean in the first one, they kind of blend like, hey, they're 16, but they're also. In their late thirties, yeah. Whereas this one is a little more even, and like it is younger. Like, all right, they're fifteen-year-olds now, but it's kind of consistent, you know. And there's something to be said that okay, when you come into the story, they are more out in the world. They're living with April. Splinter maybe doesn't have. He's not their their primary voice in this one. So it would have been – I can see them kind of getting away with them being more childish in the beginning of this one. But as soon as this shit starts to hit the fan, where was all of that darkness or you know wisdom from the first one? And again, well, that just comes back to like you can't, you can't do that if you're trying to make this – you're trying to make them seem 14 because eight-year-olds want to connect to them. Well, there's that whole part in number one where isn't it like Raphael gets real beat up and he's like laying in the tub and they're all kind of like they're super depressed about it. They're like our mm-hmm. our brother is going to die and we are holed up in this house that has like no electricity or anything. Um, 
I don't know. There's just like there is a and general Casey's getting the chick. Yeah, like Casey's, you know, there everybody's eating like peanut butter sandwiches because there's no food. It's just all like everything's a bummer in part one. Right. So now they've overcorrected. They have a surplus of pizza and comic books and Yeah, like yeah. everything is going fine and is kind of a joke in part two. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if I skip if I skip two days of not going to the gym. My Dorito intake increases. Oh. It's a weird correlation. Can we sidetrack real quick? There's these two guys. You're on the right show, buddy. There there are two guys that come to my gym all the time now, and I see them. They like the one guy just seems like he's a probably in his 40s. He's got a big beer gut, and he's just kind of like, I'm coming here to walk laps on the track, and then I'm going to do some exercise bike. Right. Like, and I get it. The guy, his doctor was probably like, you got to lose some weight. And the guy's like, all right, I'm going to go do something. That's fine. But his buddy that shows up with him, he's coming in like chugging protein. He's got on like two arm sleeves and like, uh, like the fucking like elbow guard things, you know, like the, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the like compression material. The Iverson. Yeah. But they're doing the exact same workout. Like he's just walking laps on the track. And he's chugging protein the entire time. And it's like, you're not burning any calories. I mean, you're not doing anything. So I don't know why he dressed like that. Dressed apart, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he's coming in like he's, you know, I'm going to deadlift a fucking semi truck today. (laughs) And he, he walks, he walks the entire time. Maybe this is their second workout of the day. It, well, it's 7 a.m., so I don't okay. – I mean, maybe he's getting up at 4. I don't know. I don't want to make it, any judgments, but – When he walks in, he's like, I'm going hard today, David. I'm going fucking hard. And he's like, eh, I, yeah, I'll just walk with you, man. Mm-hmm. We have an older lady at our gym that's a certified personal trainer, and I will commend her because a lot of her clients are – um, a lot of obese older women or like – older kind of more frail men. So I think she's like doing a good thing by, you know, being like a coach to them and does a pretty good job of like giving them space and showing them how to do stuff. But when this lady works out on her own, I just fucking crack up, man. She is just, she wears like wonder woman t-shirts um, and has just like a huge gut and will do like one deadlift and then film it. And she like walks around with the phone on the tripod. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where I've wanted to say like, please don't get me in your shot. Like, please don't film me. But then I realized that she was personal. She's like personally training somebody like virtually. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, she's just like doing one rep to show them like how to do it. So every time I like start to get like think snarky about her, I'm like immediately like, oh, she's doing a good thing. Well, I shouldn't think like that. So. That's why I'm never going to a gym. You got to gym it up, bro. Yeah, I'm going to gym it up. You got to do it. Buying my own shit. I wish I had like a sewer workout room. Mm -hmm. I want one of those metal. What's stopping you? What's the wood, the wood thing that they do like for karate and kung fu? It's got like the four little sticks on it and they... You know what I'm talking about? The kind of like thing that you hit to train? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the name of it is. I got to figure that thing out. If somebody knows, please let me know. 
Link it in the Discord. If All right. If one of you so Mormons the- know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if you tuck your pants into your jeans every <laughs> single day. Uh, you definitely bugs. know the name of that. Yeah, if, you can get out of your, that if you can get out of your magic underwear in time, let us know. The gist of this conversation is uh, Splinter's basically telling them, focus on where we must go. Leave the shredder buried. Cut to junkyard. Pretty grimy. Hey, the grimiest shot in this movie. Yep. Um. So how how long ago was the end of the first movie to the start of this movie? How long has Shredder been? Four months. I don't even know. Okay. Which doesn't make any sense because- it picks up a few weeks after, I think. Okay. Shredder raises his fist through a stack of trash. Some of the Foot Clan have regrouped at the junkyard. What luck that they're, you know- that's where their the hideout Their is. secondary hideout, like their their point of, oh, when shit hits the fan, we regroup here at the junkyard. What luck that that's where the shredder ends up. Well, we just, it's about damn time. There he goes. I didn't even have to read the cue. How oh are you, Nate? God. Finally, another foot movie. Finally. I, this is the ultimate fucking foot movie. You guys have been, you've been doing it on purpose, haven't you? He hasn't watched a movie, has he? Daniel. You're hey, not picking I believe, foot movies. <laughs> I do believe you were beckoned during the prey episode, but yet to appear. I think I think the probably had a court the, hearing. I think Brantley and Nick kind of scared you away. They're very good looking dudes. I was so. busy. I was busy. Okay. I had court. a I had court. a fine. I had a, yes, I had a court case. Thank you. Thank you. How's this inflation hitting the payless, man? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's it was bleak to begin with, and it's even worse now. I'm going to stop you real quick, Nate, because we're going to get a lot of younger listeners mm-hmm. coming into this movie. Um, there's a lot of people that maybe have not listened to the show. Just want to quickly regroup. You are a resident foot specialist, right? Yeah. When you guys and pe- when you guys need a little bit of knowledge about a foot, I come in. I give you a little. I give you my take. I. I am an expert in that field, so that's why you bring me on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's why we pick these movies, because we love having you. Yeah. Are we still that's playing good. him? What? Are you... Did you say, are you still paying me? Yeah, I did. Well, you fucking better be. <laughs> it just said there were kids. What are you... Wait, what are you... Th- you're paying I, Dan's you pay totally. me. That's has the checks cleared. That's what I'm asking. Your checks, every one of them is bounced. <laughs> You're fucking bad with money. Fucking and yet you come back. Cron mm-hmm. Howard's our fucking accountant. What the fuck? He's been stealing all your cash. Nate, can I ask you a question? I know you you normally focus on feet. Okay. D- is Dan giving off Will Arnett vibes right now? Like shape of head and everything? <laughs> I wish I was that I wish I was that rich, Michael. <laughs> hey, uh, put your little uh, puppies up on the webcam so I can see. <laughs> no, no. I'll, tell, I'll tell you if he's got Will Arnett's feet. How crazy that Nate has never asked to see our feet. I've that s- makes I've me seen, think that he's seen already seen them, them, right? I've seen both of them. Supposedly he has our social security and the keys to our house. and mm-hmm. uh, Maybe. Okay. I've sold pictures of your feet on the dark web. I mean, I've woke up and I 
pretty sure I'm missing some avocados. Why is it got to be on the dark web? I feel like wiki feet is just way out there. Mm. Like this is the amateur hour. It's fucking bush league. <laughs> Do you think these ladies are really out here making millions of dollars just off of pictures of their feet? Oh, feet feet are in now. Feet are back. Jeez. I didn't think they left, but all right. Feet are back in a big way. You're right. <laughs> I know I'm the, right. Feet are back. The, feet are back. Have you seen how, what's your what's your experience with uh, the turtles here, Nate? Yeah, were you with, pissed off that this wasn't like foot stuff? Well, I'm always disappointed. If you read the synopsis and it says Foot Clan, <laughs> that's kind of promising something to some of us on the dark web. All right, stay with me here on this one. Now, these turtles are mutated, mm-hmm. right? So they stand upright. Yeah. Technically, turtles don't have hands. They have four feet. Mm-hmm. So are you really, are you zoning in on their hands, on their little three-fingered paws? It's just not even, it's not worth my time. It's... <laughs> uh, Foot hand hybrid is. <laughs> Are you not into animal feet? Maybe we've asked this question before. I'm not into that. No. Okay, that's fair. Do you see any animal feet on the wall behind me? I don't think so. Nope. They're all human. I just see a lot of red lines. Like you're mapping something out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this map leads right to your house. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Jeez. You're a little mean tonight. Have you been yeah, drinking? Yeah, you're getting a little mean. Let's, let's go out on, let's go on top. Have you been, yeah. What have you been drinking on? Some, some tr- Trulies or something? Fucking <laughs> nail polish remover. <laughs> Shit, it is bleak over there. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. Well, there's, I mean, there's, there's the Foot Clan throughout this movie. Do you know when you go to the fucking pedicure and they, they soak your feet in the water? That's what I've been uh, drinking. Ladies and gentlemen, well, Nate Hands. I think that's it. Nate Hands. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Fuck off. Eat shit. <laughs> yeah, he really took a turn. He's getting surly. Shit. It's a good thing Kron isn't around when he's like I'm this. glad those fucking checks are bouncing. Uh, mm-hmm. Guys, fucking, I've been sending- Fucking asshole like that. I've been sending Nate fake checks since the start of this podcast, so- I appreciate, hey, I appreciate he's it. He's pissed, bro. He just well, came we, on. He just missed we can't. We can't give someone like that money. I mean, that's- <laughs> No. I mean, that's literally a paper trail back to us. Yeah. That opens up so many lawsuits. Mm -hmm. We might have the feds in here breaking into our safes, Mm -hmm. taking our passports and- Or diamonds. All the nuclear documents I got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a little butt-turred tonight. Shit. Well- (laughs) Either have him on a lot or- I can see it. This movie- you know, Pissed like you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little bit of a tease for him. I mean, just to be truthful. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tatsu, uh, I think that's his name. Shredder's number one. He comes in, starts fucking oh. up this little. What? I just want to know how much they paid this guy to grunt. <laughs> it's worth every penny. Every penny starts Breaking up pallets and sawhorses. 
he declares himself leader. Let any that challenge step forward. I challenge, says the shredder. His face. But in reality, it's not that bad. Do no. we ever see it? It's kind of impre- it's kind of badass. I don't think so. It's kind of the same as it was in part one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he wants revenge. He tells Tatsu to focus on the reporter. We cut to April. She's doing a story on uh, techno global research industries. They are doing an ecological cleanup. She talks to Professor Jordan Perry. This is uh, the recently deceased David Warner. Great actor here. Hams knows exactly what fucking movie he's in. Does a great job. This guy's uh, a spokes. This guy's character but, is the most confusing in the movie, though, because at certain points he's like, "Like we polluted the earth, we made these turtles. It's amazing." And at other points, he's like, "You shouldn't pollute because that <laughs> that's how we wound up in this situation." I can't figure out if he's pro uh, putting nuclear waste into the ground or not. That's a good point, Cron Howard. This is Professor Perry, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's more to his character, or what should have been. Yeah. They cut a lot. Well, the, three hour, the three hour cut of the nah, this is movie. All be- this is all before final script. Korg? What's his name? What you talking the about? Character, the character that he would have played. Who he was supposed to be at the end of this? Yeah. Uh, Krang? Otrons. Utrons. I think you mean Krang. Utrons? Krotos. It's it's Krang. It's he's the one. Yeah, you're right. He has, but the character's name is like Utrons or something. Oh, the one that Krang is in? Is in, yes. Okay. Um, yes, you're right. He, he's confusing because he, he wants to cover up the issue. But whenever he does see, like, the mutation, he's strangely excited by it. But you find out later that he he does what he can. Um, and we'll get to that. All right. Um, he gives some standard fluff here in this interview. Acts a bit aloof. I have a habit of rambling, he says. Uh, the turtles are watching at April's house. There's a little back and forth here because Raph wants to watch Oprah. <laughs> and now I'm wondering, is this a reference to that turtles appearance that they did on Oprah? Oh, shit. You sent us that, didn't you? I didn't even think about that. I think we that went around when we covered the first one. Yeah. But I wondered if that was a reference to that. So uh, Leonardo's like, we're watching April. Splinter focuses in on the report. He Something about that TGRI standing out to him. April's new cameraman. He's acting a little bit weird. Yeah. We cut is. over. We see some, uh, some TGRI goons. They find a giant mutated flower. We got to take care of this now. How could we have missed this? I don't know. Doesn't seem that far off of the main path. So. It was oh, right over a hill. Yes. <laughs> It also just didn't seem like a muted, mutated flower. Like they should have. It. I could believe that a flower is that big. I've seen a sunflower before. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I would have said. I was like, oh, look at that big flower over there. Yeah, okay. it should have been like the size of a torso or something. I mean, 
It wasn't big enough to be threatening. I just love how it gets carried around. I mean, that's the size of a nineties torso. That's true. We already covered that earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's not a sunflower. The cameraman sneaks over and he finds the flower. Dandelions. So I guess he was a florist's son. He or, pops uh, one of these uh, off. or a lawnmower man. A lawnmower man would know. Could be. What a dandelion smells like. Especially one with uh, virtual reality training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't the drugs. It was the VR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, he fucks off. Uh, 15 years ago, some canisters were buried. Now they're leaking. I'm well aware of the risks, the professor says. So um, all this shit is just a front for this cleanup. We cut back to the junkyard. We see that this cameraman is afoot. Shredder starts getting excited about this mutated flower. Um, cut back to April's apartment. The turtles, they're having a rock out cleanup session don't you love just like a saturday or sunday morning you just throw on some music and you clean i find it very very relaxing so i can connect to this i know you guys are purposeful slobs Mm -hmm. i have a lady that comes and cleans the house do you really yeah shit no i don't I just wallow in my own filth. So, the thing I really connect here though is uh, when April shows up, they're like, "Fuck, you ruined the surprise." I fucking hate nothing more when I'm trying to make my wife dinner, and I'm like five minutes from being able to like finish it and plate it, and she comes in. She's like excited. She's like, "Oh my god, what is that? It smells good." She's doing everything 100 percent correct, but there's just this control frustration that I get of like. I don't want you in here. I wanted you to just see the final product. So you just throw so, it away, dude. Yeah. Oh, I have. Scra- I have. Scrape it into the trash mm-hmm. can. Yep. I mean. Mm-hmm. Guess what you could have had? Mm-hmm. Not this. No. Nah. She's a wonderful woman. I'm lucky to have her. I love making her food. I love cleaning for her. Happy anniversary, babe. All right. Uh, when April shows back up, Splinter calls everybody up to the roof. Splinter reveals the details about the fateful day that he came across the ooze and the turtle. Um, turtles. He reveals the canister, TGRI. I knew something else was going on with those guys. I've had this up my that's... butt the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sack of belongings. You guys should have seen this at some point. <laughs> Splinter, he's concerned about the possible issues of these. He's obviously, you know been the subject of this ooze. He can understand the repercussion it could have. He wants to seek some answers. Cut over to the lab. Professor Perry, he is disposing of some ooze. A very tedious process, apparently. I guess. I mean... And he and he's the highest supervisor, I guess, and he's the one doing it. This seems like a low-level task. Well, this scene also just seems crazy because it's like... He gets to the last vial of it or canister of it. And it's like, all right, this is the last one. After this, my job is obsolete. Like I retire (laughs) at 30 minutes Mm -hmm. from now. (laughs) Yeah. He literally says, 
you're the last one, aren't you? Well, and then Uh-oh. also like the the whole rest of the movie revolves around we've got to get this last vial of ooze. Why don't you just get a scientist that can make more ooze? I mean, <laughs> they obviously made all this shit at some point anyway. What if it would have just broke during this- the fight? Get a mop and a bucket, I guess. I don't know. I- Soaked into the ground, yeah, and that was the, it. For that wet-ass pussy. I don't think it's alien blood. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tatsu, he shows up with some foot. Sweet uh, daiquiri and, pussy. <laughs> yeah, and one one giant foot in particular. Uh, they show up to hijack the canister. They also try to kidnap the professor here. Uh, Leo and the turtles, they show up, but... Uh, Leo, really, in this, is the only one acting reasonably. Everybody else is making noise and shit. Just can we agree that acting like teenagers? Every fight scene in this movie is terrible. I mean, I I don't know if I mean compared to the first one, yeah, they're not as yeah, good, but yeah, that, they're also nobody does it. Suits are probably <laughs> they just run around and shit, and it's hijinks, bro. It's too much for for these guys to be ninjas. No. No, you're out. Yes. You're out. Yes. The one thing they are, fail at being are ninjas. Mm-hmm. This is Teenage Mutant Turtles. Yep. Doesn't have the same ring to it, though, Dan. Donnie hey. notices the computer. He finds that one canister is still active. Yeah, because the text is five times as big as... <laughs> and it says it 900 times. Mm-hmm. That looks almost exactly like the screen, uh, you know, like the software we use to check out shit at the video store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say it looks uh, an awful lot like the software that's used to create a Hollow Man, too. So, yep. Wait, two or one? Yeah, Hollow Man 2. A Hollow Man as well. Hollow Man 2 is Christian Slater. Eventually, you guys mm-hmm. are going to make me it's, watch it. It's coming on the pod. Mm-hmm. Don't it's worry coming, about dude. it. Yeah, I know. Um, how can Donnie type with those soda can fingers? <laughs> I wrote that down as I, well. I can barely type. His finger is nope. as big as eight keys put together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, foot show up. They reveal themselves. Fucking, I don't know why... They do this like they had. They could have just left, but Tatsu shows up and fucking holds the canister up, huh? rubbing it in their face. Yes, a grunt. Uh, Donnie starts kicking some ass or some back and forth with the canister. You know, it's the go long. They're throwing it back and forth. There's the one giant foot that they try to fight. Um, scene with Donnie on a computer chair. They do the stereotypical like surf music here, I think. Calabaga. He wipes out. Ninja vanish. Tatsu yells. The foot disappear in a cloud of smoke. So these guys are actually ninjas. They at least know one ninja thing, I guess. I mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. Batman came out two years before. They know. Mm-hmm. Throw some smoke and you fuck off. Shredder gets the canister. Time to find out what this ooze can do. Really sells that ooze. So we got our slime. 
It's a perfect choice. That was contained in a tube the whole time. I think there's a part in this movie, though, where somebody says uh, this canister is full of slime. And then someone corrects them like, whoa, that's not slime. That's ooze. And I was like, Bones is kind of in trouble here. (laughs) April argues with the turtles. They say that they need to move. (laughs) They got to leave. Did you say that out loud to yourself? Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, dude. Bones is up against a wall on this category. (laughs) He texted me. He was like, dude, dude. Careful. Yeah. Text all caps, emergency, emergency. (laughs) Uh, They decide that they got to move. Kino shows back up. He's got some preemptive pizza, but this is is all just a ruse. He wants to get into the apartment. Now, the turtles, they attempted to hide, but what do you know it? They're poor ninjas. One of them leaves their foot sticking out. Hey, but also... uh, you shouldn't do that as a pizza delivery guy. You shouldn't just barge into someone's apartment and, uh, you know, start harassing them in their own house. She probably could have called the cops, yes. Mm-hmm. She probably could have shot them. That's yeah, yeah, true. Has any pizza place ever tried this approach? Hey, nobody's ordering any pizza right now. Take two pizzas and go walk through this apartment and knock on doors and use this excuse. I mean, Little Caesars used to sit outside of our school and sell us $5 sausage or pepperoni pizzas. Yeah. I mean, you provide the pizza. I will come. I mean, if there, was a, if there was a pizza guy that showed up, though, at my house, and he was like, hey, you're, you know, three... Neighbor. F- well, it's like, yeah. you're 341, but this says 342. There's no 342 on the street. I'll give it to you half price. I'd be like, hell yeah, dude. What if they just came every Friday and Saturday and are like, I got a Supreme, I got a meat, and I got a veg. Which you want? And two ranch cups, coincidentally. <laughs> just to leave I mean, it are all. you buying are you I buying? know you need two because you use one and a half and your wife just only likes to dip a little. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, just leave all that. Mm-hmm. Here's your money. <laughs> like See every you. weekend, it's just pizza. <laughs> See you next did week. You, did you ever read that headline about the the place that had like an overweight dude that ordered the same pizza order like every day for like four years? And then the first day that he didn't call in, they got all nervous. Yeah. So they, they called the cops and shit and turned out he had like, I don't know if he died or not, but he had like fallen and was stuck. Mm-hmm. That's fucking service, dude. All right. So Kino knows that they're there. They were just trying to get more pizza into him though at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> but like three you got kids to college. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But whatever got him into that situation, they were. <laughs> They were. They created the situation. They fixed. Mm-hmm. They're like Professor Perry. Mm-hmm. I think you better sit down. Three sixty. Splinter yeah, reveals per- himself. Three sixty bones. Thank you. Uh, Kino faints at the sight of a giant talking splinter. Really? That's the thing that got you. The turtles didn't do it for you. 
Maybe he's, I don't know, got a phobia of rats. Fainting is funny, dude. I think somebody faints in every 90s movie. That's not true because it's all we've been covering the last fucking like nine picks on this show. I fainted almost every time I had to sit through Lawnmower Man just because I couldn't take, I couldn't believe it. That's this, is too, this is too much. Cutting edge graphics blew my mind. Fell asleep multiple times during this one. Ouch. All right. Kino's brought up to speed. Karan, did you fall asleep once? No, I was okay. I, I watched this on a Sunday morning. Like, this was, <laughs> this did was you eat fine. You some fucking dude. Lucky Charms while you were doing it? I made a packet of Pop-Tarts, dude. I popped this movie <laughs> on. <laughs> and then it was lunchtime, so you were like, but pizza. Mm. I need a Go-Gurt, okay? <laughs> uh, all right, there's the, get the introduction. They all, I like this joke. Um, I'm Raphael. I'm Leonardo. I'm Donatello. I'm Michelangelo. Michelangelo says, yeah, all the good ones end in O. Good joke here. So you guys were all slimed. And I think that's where they say. Mm-hmm. Don't call it slime. It's ooze. I'm calling it. I'm counting it. All right. Kino reveals that the foot is recruiting. He proposes a plan to infiltrate the recruitment process. Um, this is shut down, but only Raph is the one that thinks it's a good idea. We cut back to the junkyard lab. Looks like Tatsu's rounded up some vicious animals. Shredder confirms these are the two most vicious animals you could find. The professor, he files a formal complaint, but is forced to ooze these vicious creatures. The turtles are down in the sewer. They're looking for a new place. Or no, right before this, though, they give a goodbye to April before they jump into a manhole. Mikey quotes Casablanca. April loves these fucking guys. You think they ever ran into uh, the maniac cop down there in the sewers? Of, oh, man, of what New a York City? great crossover. Oh, I would love to see it, dude. I wish. Mm-hmm. I know they've crossed over with Batman. I wish somebody would have the balls to cross over with Maniac Cop. Yeah, just do a limited 10 issues. <laughs> Turtles meet Maniac Cop. Write it, dude. Write it up. Dan can doodle it for you. Uh, trademark, yeah. trademark. Don't. <laughs> if you're listening, mm-hmm. stay the fuck away. That's mine. That's Kron's idea. Mm-hmm. They're down in the sewer. He, Raph is just, he just, he wants to follow up with this plan. Leonardo's kind of arguing with him, like, no, we need to find a place and then we'll go after Shredder. But uh, once again, Raph just goes off on his own. Shortly after, Mikey falls into a hole. This reveals an awesome deserted subway station. It's like Spider City. What do you know? This place has fucking telephone and power. Already. What a great hideout. Good thing you didn't run into the Punisher down here. Shredder demands results from the oozing. He wants his creatures now. The next fight will be freak against freak. April's in the newsroom. She gets some standard back and forth with her news manager. She gets a call from Donnie. He wants to know if she's heard from Raph. Leo's pissed off that Raph took off. Um, Some funny phone back and forth here. The cells will no longer contain them. Remove the bar, says Shredder at the uh, junkyard lab here. 
time for them to learn who their master is. Master. Tatsu. Hell yeah. Hey, man. Song's never been more pertinent than ever. Thank you, Stranger Things, for... Was that the song that Metalhead guy played? Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty cool fucking scene, and people gatekeeping Metallica because of it need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, just look up the videos of uh, that one bass player doing crab walks for <laughs> 15 years and <laughs> see how cool you think they still are. Robert Trujillo, he wasn't even on Master of Puppets. I used to Tron. love those videos, Technically, though. I don't think there was any bass on Master of Puppets. Yeah, even if there was. I mean, wasn't that Newstead's large-ass complaint was, why the fuck was I here? They cut it all out, I thought. Yeah. I loved every music video they put out that had that guy who was the crab bass player. <laughs> That's Robert. Yeah. He still is their bass player. Yeah, I love he's, him, dude. He's been their longest bass player now, right? Like uh, he's been in the band. When was Saint Anger? Two thousand one ish. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah, because Newstead would have been eighties through the nineties. <laughs> For those listening, Dan and I are real Metallica fans. I okay. love Saint Anger. St. Anger is an incredible album. It's great. And people just got to get past that fucking tinny ass. Snare, snare. Snare drum. Some incredible writing in there. And don't watch and the, the documentary. It doesn't happen. No, you have to watch the documentary if only for Kirk Hammond's uh, uh, formal complaint against them deciding that there's no guitar solos. It's so fucking fu- I think about this all the t- once a week. Can I just say something that I think is fucking bullshit? <laughs> They're such a fun band, dude. I don't know why people like oh, that. They do not have a stick up their ass at all. There's that. There's Ever. the guy doing the crab stuff. There's just all the footage <laughs> of, uh, you know, the one guy like, and I, I get that, you know, if he could go back, he'd say different stuff. But all the stuff where he was just like, Napster is the worst. Like, all that stuff is so much fun. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get how anybody dislikes that band. And they did have a bunch of good music, like, you, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But- You're telling me I get crab walks and yeah. great metal music? You could just look up, like, Metallica interview, and you would have a- by, by the second video you watched, you would have something fun that you saw. Can I say something that I think is just fucking bullshit? Tatsu lets out the creatures. What a bummer. It's not Bebop and Rocksteady. Boo. Why? And what was what was the conflict here? Okay, so 1987, I believe there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Uh, I, hey, I know for a fact that there was a Turtles cartoon, buddy. So I got two different stories here. I got that they couldn't get the rights... From the cartoon, but then I got that they felt that they should create two better creatures besides Bebop and Rock Study. <laughs> so I'm that not sounds- sure which one happened there. If one of them crab walked. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like the story you would put out after you couldn't get the rights. Like, 
Why aren't you using Bebop and Rocksteady? Fuck those two. We came up with better creatures. <laughs> like, And why? I, I don't understand why you would use a snapping turtle if you already have four other turtles in your movie. Excellent point, Dan. <laughs> well, this one snaps. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think he ever does snap. No. He, he gets tickled. <laughs> That's right. It's a snapping turtle and a wolf. Mama? They're babies. Cut to the professor fucking letting them play with blocks and shit. Well, in the- What'd you expect? They come out quoting Macbeth? <laughs> These two are named- uh, That's a good one. Toka and Re- Razar. Razar. Yeah, but no one in the movie- And I don't know which is which. N- no one in the movie knows how to <laughs> say Razar. That's fucking true. Like, uh, there's so many pronunciations that are like, Rahazar and like, it's- Rahazar al Ghul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shredder fucking hates him. He wants them disposed of. But Perry convinces them that, uh, you know- they're not totally useless. They're still strong as shit. Um, but he does admit they are, in fact, dumb infants. Kino shows up to the recruitment. All you guys got to have a little test. Martial arts. Mm-hmm. Then if you're good enough, you're in the organization. No background check. Seems a little shady. They didn't even check IDs. I might want to rule out some undercover cops. Or undercover Pulitza, uh, Pulitza boys. Mm-hmm. It's pizza law enforcement. Pulitzas. Mm-hmm. I meant to say that. Pulitzi. <laughs> we got to get back to the pie. Don't defund there's, that one. There's been a homicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please don't defund the Pulitzi. <laughs> They're just out here slinging pies. Just trying to make it fair for everybody. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's the thin, cheesy line, my friends. <laughs> All right. Um, so Raph is watching nearby. He reiterates the plan. Breadstick handcuffs. <laughs> you didn't pay for your pie. Breadstick batons. <laughs> yeah. Breadstick nunchucks. There you go. 360. 360. Uh, Plan basically simple. Get in, find the HQ, get out. Cut inside. Kino's kicking ass. He's beating the shit out of everybody. We get this fucking tall Josh Homme looking dude. I couldn't not see Josh Homme in this guy. Um. He's the examiner. Says, like, you're pretty much the only person worthy. You've moved on to the next test. It's the bell test. Do you guys remember this from when you were kids? This blew my mind when I was younger. I thought this was so cool. Oh, I thought you meant like, no. do you remember having to do the bell test and <laughs> you failed oh, we at being did. a ninja? We did. We had to do the shuttle run. We had to uh, stretch mm-hmm. oh, and do right. the bell test for presidential fitness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you can't do a pull-up, you have to hang there for 15 seconds. Okay. All right, so the bell test, I guess I'll... I thought you guys would I don't, help me out I've on there. I've never All right. done the bell test. Okay. 
So Kino has to remove as many bells from this dummy in 15 seconds as he can without making a single noise. It's a cheater. Yes, they technically cheat because they activate the smoke. And what do you know? It Wrath hops in there, collects every single bell, loads up Kino. The smoke clears. Is this enough? Holy shit. All these losers say. Why would they stick around for the next test? Yeah, they got in. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you kick them out? Like you I guys all suck? If I was on uh, if I was on Ninja Warrior and some guy made it to level four, I'd try to, you know. Not me. See how it goes. I'm back on the plane. Get the well, fuck out then, of there. I want to I get back to training. Yeah, but you can come back next year if you've already seen, you know, levels Three and four, and yeah, you know, they change it. Crunt, the sooner you get back home, the sooner you can start picking out what life tragedy they're going to make a little documentary about to intercut in between all of the action. Mm-hmm. Or, as we know, Ninja Warrior is five minutes of Ninja Warrioring and uh, Warrioring. Warring. Oh, I meant the Warring. original Japanese version where it'll be like, oh. uh, this, this guy loves eating squid and now you're going to watch him fail 10 seconds mm-hmm. into the fucking yep. thing. And we're going to run 40 people back to back with no commercial break. Yeah. Incredible. What an amazing show. I mean. Yes. <laughs> or how you met your girlfriend because you guys both do parkour and Ninja Warrior. Now mm-hmm. you're married and. Or moved in together, mm-hmm. and you're engaged. And then when she gets further in the competition than you, and they cut to you in the s- stadium, how embarrassing! I think Dan's frozen. <laughs> you guys are frozen. He's me. back now. He's back. You were really Will Arnetting right there. My mm-hmm. internet connection is unstable. It says. Okay. Well, we're getting ready to take a break here. What was the other so, one? There was another show at the same time. MXP? As, no, it wasn't MXP. It was like where they had to run on top of the dominoes and like. Wipeout? Wipeout. No, it's not wipe. There was another Japanese like. It was around the same time as Ninja Warrior. It was like a castle or something. And there were all these different challenges where it'd be like you got to walk on your hands or you got a unicycle. I know Eureka's Castle, but that was the big puppet show with the dragon and shit, right? No, I don't I don't know. Look what it up it on the break. All right, we're about to go to a break. Um Kino's allowed into the HQ. Uh Ralph makes contact with him. He he thinks he sees Shredder. He thinks he sees a ghost. But it is in fact Shredder in the Shred Shed. Tatsu finds him. Raph attempts to fight them all, allowing Kino to escape. Um but he's taken. Kino hauls ass to April's place. They got him. And this is where we take a break. Well, welcome back to Five Day Rentals. If you're just joining us, you're a crazy person. <laughs> or you scrubbed ahead because you're just downloading and playing the show because you're a nice person i don't know i only want to hear the end of turtles mm-hmm. too <laughs> i only want to hear those letterboxed ratings yep oh guys i looked it up on break uh the other show was called unbeatable bonzukai <laughs> i have no idea nope. it's fucking never cool that. there's okay. you never saw the people run across the dominoes on Wipeout? It was on like G4. G4 used to just exclusively no. play like 
Ninja Warrior, bro. And that's fair. I thought it was. I'm not saying that they didn't play that Kron, but I don't ever remember seeing it. And I used to watch. Send us a YouTube. Those Ninja Warrior marathons where they would do a whole season in six episodes. I'll send you a YouTube whenever this, when we get done recording. Hell yeah. Uh, The article I looked up said it was canceled suddenly because of uh, several severe spinal injuries. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like our podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. When we left off. I'm only faking Raff my and- spinal injuries for Oxycontin prescriptions. <laughs> You're high right now? Oh, dude. I'm, I'm blasted every one of these. <laughs> I've had a glass of wine and feel like I've slurred every other word. All right. When we left off, uh, Raph and Kino tried to infiltrate the uh, the Foot Clan Raph was kidnapped. Kino got away and warned everybody else. So the other three, they show up at the Junkyard HQ. This is where we get that famous, a little too quiet, a little too easy, a little too Raph joke. Oh, (laughs) I I think Donatello uh, breaks the fourth wall on this. Doesn't he like look right at the camera and he's like, maybe a little too easy. (laughs) Um, You know, I love that. I know. Listen, I thought okay. I thought you noticed, Dan. I did not notice that. Go back, go back and watch the entire movie. <laughs> yep. He's going to watch it with his daughter, he said. Oh, yeah, that's I true. Might, yeah. I might have to sit through two again. All right. They find Raph tied up. They attempt to free him, but they're pretty easily trapped. Donatello even points this out. Like, you know, if they were going to set a trap, I would do it right here. <laughs> Caught up in a cargo net. Classic. Now, if these were ninjas, that would have never happened. No. If they were predators, they would immediately start blasting their plasma cannon. All right. They're trapped in a net. They're craned above. Uh, oh, and they start they start to move the cargo net over some sharpened scrap, you know, to shred them. Uh, oh. Really nice. Uh, hey. Pretty high level Ralph Nader drop. Yeah. It's like the kids love that. Mm-hmm. What do you love in the 90s? Pizza, Ninja Turtles, Karate, and Ralph Nader. Mm hmm. Hey. Guy saved a lot of fucking lives. Hey, they got to slip a couple jokes in for the adults, Dan. Mm hmm. This is well before DreamWorks cracked the code. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tom. Did you take little Billy to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? Well, yes, I did. How was it? I'm thinking about taking Tommy. Well, it was all all Wait, right. Until- isn't it weird that both of our sons are named Tom? <laughs> it's a very popular name. Um, Hi, I'm Tom. This is my son, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Did you take little Tommy to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? Hi, I'm Big Thomas. You guys got to get back to work. I'm tired of hiring all these lazy Toms. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Well, Tom, you know I didn't take him to the movies yet, but maybe one of these days. Hello, Tom Tom, our janitor. Hey, I'm Tommy John, and I have a great idea for underwear. 
I don't mean to correct anyone, but I pronounce it Thom. <laughs> anyway, there's a Ralph Nader joke in there, which made it palatable. Tom, with the weather. <laughs> Hi, we're the Thompson twins. Did anybody call a doctor doctor? Oh, please don't give me the news. That was a fun bit. This is a good show, man. <laughs> such a such a bummer. It's uh, got all this shit around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Where are you people? Come on, man. All right. Uh, fucking Splinter shows up with a bow and arrow. This motherfucker could be taking everybody out. Overwatch with a bow and arrow. He could have had Shredder out. Okay. But what does he do? He just he just shoots him free. Big brawl ensues. Toka and Razar are set free. Shredder orders them to attack. Uh, Raph's taken out pretty quick. Donnie gets tossed across the junkyard through the fucking roof of the sh- uh, Shredder shed. He finds Professor Perry. Uh in the ensuing chaos, Mikey finds a manhole cover, and God damn it, if it's not a Benny Hill situation of them trying to get in this manhole and the foot and Toka and Razor trying to figure out how to not go over uh, some old pickup trucks instead of ripping off doors and trying to go through them. It's not the first time I've heard that. It's tricky to get into that manhole. Mm-hmm. That's not the first time you heard that? No, I'm, like there's a guy who's like, <laughs> it takes a little bit of trust, your, buddy. Your manhole's hard to get into. <laughs> That's my doctor said. Doctor, doctor, or the, <laughs> the Thompson twin. <laughs> All right, uh, Tom. You know now you got to be 45 when you got to get the tube up your your behind. All right, I got a few more years. All right, count to three and say, Tom, here it comes. <laughs> You're going to kiss me on the neck, Doc? <laughs> Sorry, Susan. I was loving your Crispin Glover Back to the Future laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> doesn't he do something like that? Yeah. Um. All right. So, oh, this is this is where you figure out that the snapping turtle is called Razor, because he goes in to try to follow them. Razor. Getting... <laughs> <laughs> he gets stuck in the manhole. I think this is where they tickle him. Yeah, he could just put his arm straight up and go right through that manhole. I mean, yeah, he's like holding himself. You know. It's nerves, man. You know? He's also a baby, guys. He's an infant. You know, when you, you walk, you get all the way up the ladder for the high dive, and you get out on the on the edge of it, and your fucking legs start shaking and shit. You're like, if you would just jump, you'd be fine. All right. Um, four walking, talking turtles. Yeah, this guy is PhD, uh, PhD material, all right. Uh, he pretty quickly surmises, like, oh, you guys were obviously mutated by my fucking ooze. Cool. Um, get back to the lair. Splinter says, the professor has much to tell us. 
Uh, the turtles, and mainly Donnie here, they start to have an existential crisis thanks to the formation of the ooze just being a mistake or their formation from the ooze, you know. Uh, kind of a touching conversation here between uh, Donnie and Splinter. The foot, they release Toka and Razar on the city. They start devastating shit, light chewing poles. through and pushing over light poles and flipping cars. In typical NYC fashion, an old couple are really only concerned about their cab. Next day, the police chief, I'm pretty sure this is the same police chief from the first one. He's given a bullshit statement. April digs a little further. She tries to warn him about two deadly creatures, but she's met with the usual police bullshit. I did like the, my off the record record is, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. April, she's starting to wonder, where the fuck is Freddy? My cameraman. Some other guy says, ah, he was sick or some shit and left. He, uh, Very cool. he, he works at the boiler room at the elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a court date or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> a bunch of people were chasing him. Um, turns out uh, Freddie and another goon, they grab April, take her into an alley. They pass on a message or they want her to pass on a message. Mikey leads April down into their lair. She warns the turtles that they have to meet Shredder at the construction site or Toka and Razar will be released again. Oh, heaven forbid. Job can't make all those phone calls. <laughs> you joke Professor. now, dude. <laughs> Wait till your phone fucking rings. <laughs> Every time there is a call that I don't know who it is, I say, Job? <laughs> I got a robocall the other day and it said, I won't say the name of the thing, but it didn't say spam risk or anything. It just said like a company. I was like, well, I'm not answering this. So I do my usual, I Googled it and it was like America's number one data processing center. I was like, you guys got to figure your shit out. Obviously this was some sort of spam. Like you're not doing a very good job. I've been getting the text that are like, We've had to suspend your PayPal account. Yep. I'm like, Immediate block. Yep. Report as junk. Cron did inspire me to start hitting back at a few of these. Oh, you got to. Yeah. I think I've posted some. I think I posted one on the Discord after you did. It's a lot of fun. There was another guy that called me about a selling my house and I asked him if he had any interesting barters in mind. <laughs> he didn't know how to respond. I do, I do get the, uh, Hey bones, are you interested in selling your place at blah, blah, blah? I'm looking to build my portfolio. All right. I could send you some headshots. Mm hmm. All right. Professor Perry, he thinks he's got an idea on how to beat these creatures. So they start cooking some meth. Perry <laughs> admits that he uh, purposely contaminated the ooze to make the when uh, he was making the creatures for Shredder. Because I'm the so, one who knocks. You seen those statues that they they put up in Albuquerque? <laughs> yeah, I did. And a uh, bunch of them. GOP people are getting all pissed off. <laughs> Why? Why? 
can we have any more fun? Because yeah, because we're honor we're honoring criminals, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Fictional criminals. Hey, buddy, I'm pretty sure God killed more people than Walter White. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. All right, this mixture he thinks should uh, stop them, should actually uh, reverse the mutation process, but unfortunately, they're going to have to eat it. it. has to be ingested. But I got an idea. Yep, Donnie comes up with an idea. Hey, maybe we can freeze it, turn it into cubes. Personally, if you just put that ooze in a jelly donut, that seems faster than biting into a jelly donut and... Getting an ice cube, but... Yeah, the cube thing seems like the worst way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he and now Mike, both of them. Mikey is the... Oh, yeah, Donnie has the idea for the ice cube. Mikey has the idea for the donuts. Um, so we're at the construction site. The turtles arrive. They've got a box of jelly donuts. Um, Raph yells... I do like this joke. He, like, yells, I think he yells Shredder or some shit. And Donnie's like, thanks, Raph. I may never have the hiccups again. Shredder calls in the two creatures to attack the turtles. They attempt to come in, uh, but then they, uh, I think it's Leonardo and Michelangelo. They say, no, 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 we got to have the traditional pre-fight donut. Why is Yum yums. Why is Shredder allowing this? <laughs> exactly. Shredder is fucking soft Confusion. as a motherfucker in this movie. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have Sam Rockwell fucking handing out Newports and baiting kids with arcade games. Like he's he's got to be he's trying to play this. I don't know. Hashtag not my shredder. <laughs> yum yums. Mmm. Yum yum. Mmm. This fucking fails. They immediately figure out what's going on. Now, how is this? I think they more just immediately find ice cubes inside of their donuts, which shouldn't happen. How is this any worse than the twins from Nothing But Trouble? It's about the same. I mean, those twins are one of the best parts of Nothing But Trouble. Nothing But and Trouble big, is a good movie, though. Yeah, the big disappointment here is that... Oh, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> he agreed. The big... Get that drop. <laughs> uh, all right. They start fighting again. Mikey gets spun around. He gets thrown through a fence. The whole group busts in. It's a fucking nightclub. Hey. Guys, who is on stage? Uh, Mr. Van Winkle himself. That's right. Vanilla Ice. Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> Sleeping away. There's a uh, one of the dancers in the club. Just look at these costumes. I love this place. Now, could we get into this club? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go to this club. Because apparently <laughs> you just, all you got to do is like knock down a wall and go in. It's fine. I love how everybody bursts into this club. And then when the foot come in, they're like, oh, <laughs> Well, giant turtles when you're on E, that's fun. Like <laughs> guys a bunch in bunch of dudes in black suits, with yeah. Fly eyes you don't want. Yeah, looking like the Vogue video. <laughs> Gonna creep you out. All right. This is kind of where the it, movie really starts to fall apart when we enter this club scene. Oh yeah. So it's where Kron walked yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. I got up and I was like, fuck <laughs> this. 
Not me. This is the best part of the fucking movie. I turned this off and I turned back on Casablanca. (laughs) (laughs) Um... The, the fight is so inspiring that the DJ, he's got to lay down a tasty mix. And what do you know? Vanilla Ice, he just starts to feel the fucking lyrics coming to him. You guys, you ready? Oh, God <clears throat> damn it. Yo, it's the green machine going to rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down, slamming and jamming to the new swing sound? Yeah. Everybody, let's move. Vanilla is here with the new Jack Groove. Going to rock and roll this place with the power of the Ninja Turtle Bass. Iceman, you know I'm not playing. Devastate the show while the turtles are saying. If you're not going to do it. Ninja, ninja, rap. Ninja, ninja, rap. Ninja, ninja, rap. Go, ninja, go, ninja, go. Go, 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 ninja, go, ninja, go. Go. Lyrics. Fill in the gap, drop that bass, and get the ninja rap. Feel wait, it. Wait, wait. If you one, know what I mean, one of give his... it up for those heroes in green. If if I stop, I'm starting over. <laughs> Just flowing. <laughs> Smooth with the power, giving it up hour after hour. Because in this life, there's only one winner. You better aim straight so you can hit the center in it to win it with the team of four. Ninja Turtles, that's going to adore. It's the ninja, ninja, rap, ninja. Go ninja, ninja go ninja go. Go ninja go. Go ninja go. Go ninja go ninja go. Go ninja go. Go 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 go. All right, villains, you better run and hide because one day you might not slide. So choose your weapon, but don't slip. Vanilla's in control with the flex of the mic grip, rocking the crowd the way it should be rocked with the Miami drop that you that you like a lot. You know it's hidden like a ninja turtle. When the bass kicks in, you better check your level. The power of the ninja is strong. Fighting all crooks until they're all cold gone. Ninja. Ninja. We're almost done. Ninja. <laughs> ninja. Rap. Ninja. Ninja. Rap. Go. 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 Ninja. Go. Ninja. Go. 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 One more. Ninja. Ninja. Rap. Ninja. Ninja. Rap. Go. Go. Go, ninja, ninja, go, ninja, ninja, go, 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 go. We don't make any money for this. The creatures, they start burping up the anti-mutagen. Now, one verse probably would have been enough for everybody. <laughs> but I, I copy and pasted the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did, all, you did all three. One of his lyrics was actually the word lyrics. It's literally the first word of the song, I think. All right, yeah, it's one of the first words of the second verse. Lyrics fill in the gap. Drop that bass, you get the ninja rap. Feel it, if you know what I mean. Give it up for the heroes in green. Inner stage right. Lyrics start now. <laughs> so sarcastically, I'm in charge. Vanilla Ice knows a shitload about the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Just spitting a freestyle. He's he's got the Neo power. He was just like uploaded everything about them. Or was he? I got to put the mic back in. There was no way I was going to free flow like that with with that that in my hand. Have you guys ever seen how uh, Beto O'Rourke holds a microphone? Well, I don't think it's funny. He holds it like a fucking beastie boy. It's pretty great. He called somebody a motherfucker and people loved it.
That's what people like now. Still won't win. Sorry, buddy. All right. The creatures are burping up the anti-mutagen. Donnie and Perry, they have to come up with a way to reintroduce the CO2 that is necessary for said process. Good thing that this nightclub is up to fire code, huh? Because there's a fucking fire extinguisher right there. Mm -hmm. Genius. Um, So the... There's two quick cutaways to, I'm guessing, a stage manager or a club owner. When they first come in, he like tells his assistant to go call the cops. And then when the assistant comes back, he's like, what the fuck did you do that for? They're loving this shit. And all I kept thinking of was Kron's go-to, like, it's your cousin. <laughs> like, how's he going to work it's this It's your shit? cousin, Marvin. Marvin Barry. <laughs> You know those turtles you've been looking for? <laughs> well, listen to this. <laughs> All right. Kino and Splinter, they are back at the lair. Um, Kino is not... Random. Not having a, an easy time trying to meditate. They argue about whether he should stay or go fight. Splinter admits like, hey, I can't keep you here. And Kino fucks off. Uh, back to the fight. The turtles are wrestling the creatures down. They got to load them up with a blast of CO2 right in the face. Major Z's. The foot show up. There's yet another beatdown. But at this point, who cares? They uh, they team up and do a little shell blast on Tatsu there. And did they, what do you know? Did they kill him? I mean, he... Yeah, he did. Yeah, he goes down and does not come back up, so... Yeah. Smash all his uh, organs there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would imagine, uh, you know, four 400-pound turtles slamming into you all at once would probably, mm-hmm. that'd probably do it. I mean. It's the most violent thing they do in this film. Mm-hmm. Nobody backs it up like a turtle. Uh, after they take Tatsu out, what do you know? They got a pre-rehearsed uh, dance number. Now, what's more ridiculous, Vanilla Ice free-flowing the ninja rap or this dance? Yeah, it's all- I think the dance is, is less ridiculous. It's all bad. Okay. <laughs> In this TikTok age- It's all equally I, terrible. I, I feel like you would see more random dancing, but- Ninjas don't dance. A, that's true, Dan. It's the first rule of ninjutsu. It's also a good title for your autobiography. (laughs) (laughs) Or a a poorly edited comedy special that ends up on Tubi. Mm -hmm. We love Tubi. Dan's like crossing his arms in front of like a red curtain, making one of these like faces. This was filmed during COVID. That's why there's no audience, okay? (laughs) (laughs) The laughs are muffled because of the masks. They hop up on stage. Now, lest we forget, these turtles are underage for this club. They're not drinking. Nope. Nobody carded them. They, That's fair. They, They're just dancing. Yeah, they got a- They're dancing and killing somebody. They've got big X's on their hands, so. <laughs> <laughs> They're all straight edge. All right. Uh, they get up on the stage. Iceman kindly exits the stage. Uh, Shredder shows up and shows off his canister of green stuff. What do you know? Kino's already made cool. it to the club. 
yells at a bunch of people to get out of the way. He runs up and kicks the canister out of Shredder's hand. They all just kind of wait while he runs from the back of the club <laughs> to the get stage. Get out of my way. <laughs> get out of my way. And this is yeah, all he The only does. thing it was missing was like somebody giving him a boost up on stage. Like, yeah, let's get up there. That's all he does. He kicks it out. It goes flying. He kind of apologizes. Perry finds the canister and fucks off. Shredder then pulls out another secondary vial. This is why he's the leader, right? Just thought of everything. He, th- he thinks ahead. Um, then the turtles, they pull the Back to the Future amp blast trick and blow Shredder through another wall. A lot of wall, like, blasting in this. A lot of wall blowing, yeah. Yeah. Turtles, they share a, a false sense of achievement here. Well, well, Tom, let me tell you, there's a lot of wall blasting. Makes it worth it. No, I don't think you should take Susan. It's a little violent. Uh, thanks, Tom. Tom here. I'm standing in front of the wall right now, which has been blasted to shreds, as you can see. Oh, my God, Tom. Reporting live on the scene. <laughs> Hey, Tom. Tom is here. Uh, we're glad you're safe. Thanks for the reporting. We, you're doing a wonderful job. Thomas with the weather. Uh, they're out on this pier. Turns out fucking Shredder quickly ingested this mutagen or the ooze. Clearly, not only did it clearly get him ready to join the Russian Olympic team. <laughs> I love how all of his spikes grew as well. That was what I was going to say. Like, so not only is his his physical biological body enhanced, but his armor is now mutated. This is, in fact, Super Shredder. And don't think for a second that I don't remember being blown away by this and talking about this on the playground. And he's a super shredder. He starts knocking out the pillars of this uh, pier. Um, but they don't have to fight him. Nope. Nope. Just defeats himself. A true ninja is a master of his environment. So don't forget we're turtles, which means they're amphibian. So they just jump into the water and let super shredder uh, bring the place down on top of him. That's the end of the shredder. Cut to a news report. April gives a uh, cryptic thank you from Jordan Perry on the news. Thanks, April. Tom here, uh, reporting live <laughs> from the pier. Uh, it's been smashed to smithereens, as you can see. An epidemic of wall blasts and pier blowouts terrorizing the city. Thank you, Tom. Hey, Tom. I'm we- Tom with the weather. Thank you, Tom. It's Can we dark. expect a hot one here, Tom? Well, it's night outside right now. I'm at the dock. It can as still well. be. It can still be hot at night, Tom. I'm at the dock as well. Hey, there's Tom. Tom. Hey, Tom. Uh, the moon yeah, is. I'm, uh, I'm doing sports. Why am I at the pier? Uh, Barry Bonds hit a. I don't know where. I don't know where this bit. We're too. We're. We've incepted ourselves in Tom's. <laughs> This is impossible. This is impossible to keep up with. (laughs) 
Splinter calls him idiots. I'm Tom, and I've been here for 5,000 years. <laughs> this is the lowest level of dreams. <laughs> Are you in a book, sir? <laughs> I'm an old man named Tom. <laughs> Your dead wife is here as well. Oh, no. We're so close here. All right. They come back down. They meet up with Shredder. Or uh, not Shredder. Splinter. Were you seen? Of course not. Splinter holds up a newspaper revealing the front page story. Ninja rap is born. I made another funny. They do a backflip. The end. That was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, 1991, directed by Michael Pressman. A sequel to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dan, any further information that we might have skipped over? Upon further research, gentlemen. This just in, Dan. Uh, I'd like to go to Tom in the field. He's got He's got more inside information. Tom, Tom, what do you got? Uh, thanks, Tom. The dream is folding in on itself rapidly. Uh, we've gone deeper into Tom's mind, which is a a landmine of disaster. Now, Tom, we've heard reports of other smaller Toms being terrorized by larger Toms. Can you give any insight on that? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Breaking news, Tom. Oh, God, there went a little Tom. Oh, no. <laughs> Tom, it is Tom Malkovich. Oh, no. We're inside the head of a Tom Malkovich. It's a Tom Malkovich situation alert. So this is a breaking Tom Malkovich alert inside of a breaking Tom alert. Oh, my God. Breaking Tom does sound like an early 90s indie comedy. Guys, they uh, burned down the Chrysler building. Obviously, the work of... Tomler Durden. <laughs> In Fight Club, you do have a name. It's Tom. Tom. <laughs> His name was Thomas Thompson. Tom. His name was Thomas Thompson. <laughs> This was released March 22nd of 1991. I had a budget of either 20 to 25 million. I, I don't see it. Jim Henson had already done the work, so they decided to throw a lot of money into the soundtrack, hence a very popular vanilla ice oh, at the time. Okay. Okay. A box office ranking of 7D8. $0.7 million. It was a banger. That's a hit. Uh, Golden Harvest did want to move quick. They did not know how long the Ninja Turtle sensation would last. 
they were kind of surprised with the hit of the first one. Uh, we did talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles being censored in the UK with the uh, sausage nunchucks there. Um, there were also edits done in the DVD release in 2002. This was, oh, 2002. It was when they undid the editing there. Uh, we have a German version that was not censored visually as it was the first film. Funny cartoon sound effects were added to the fight scenes to soften the violence. Uh, it is noted here that parents were very upset with the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by the dark themes and the violence. Hence why Casey Jones was not involved and hence why the turtles did not really use weapons or anything in this film. Folded. They folded. Super Shredder. Can anybody guess who that was? Like it was a different actor in that suit? Yeah. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. <laughs> nope. Kevin Nash, big sexy himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, in the original comics, the ooze was Ooh. made was made by a strand or stranded aliens that uh were from that's I guess that's where the ooze came from and that's how they the turtles were made. I guess that was supposed to be more of the story of two, but <clears throat> they wanted to make it more kid friendly. Did we talk about in the first one that the turtles were like a dig against Daredevil? I don't think like so. Like it was kind of based on that, like the no, oh, the comic was. Yeah, I thought the yeah. the comics were kind of like adult comics, right? I mean, they were yeah. very kind of tongue in cheek, making fun of like superheroes, essentially. Yeah, yeah, but I think the ooze thing was like a reference to you know how Daredevil gets his heightened abilities and shit. All right. Um, Fred Welker, the voice of uh, Toka and Rhaesar over there. Uh, he was Rahaza, he, did, Rahaza. <laughs> he did Fred from Scooby Doo. He is also a Megatron from the Transformers cartoon. And that's cool. That's really all I got. I mean, yeah. All right. They folded to all the violence and made it more kid friendly. Well, normally we would ask if there's any, you know sort of pre-discussion prior to this, but we, we talked a little bit up front. So I would like to skip directly to, I'll say it, the universe's favorite game. Oh, I love that game. You got to say it now, though. You got to activate it. Everybody's favorite game. <laughs> say it, Dan. The internationally famous... Rate my letter. Rate my box. Gentlemen, at the time of our review for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze from 1991, letterboxed user rating is setting at a 2.9. Hell yeah. Which one of you fools want to go first? Crown Howard, let us have it. Uh, Dan, no need to uh, continue. I'll jump in here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give... Thank you, Tom. 
I'm going to give Dan a two. I'm going to give Bones 3.5. Dan? All right, guys. Uh, Cron Howard, I'm going 2.0. Bones, I'm going with a, I'm going with a 2.5. Dan 2, Kron 2, Tom (laughs) (laughs) 1.5. Let me have it, Kron. All right, guys. I think I'd be a 2.5 on this movie. It's... It's nowhere near as good as TMNT one. Um, like I said, I I watched that one way more than I watched this. Um, I mean, all that being said, like I really don't think we are the target audience. I think if you were a eight year old kid when this came out, you would probably be hyped, uh, and you would probably walk out of the theater pretty happy. Like you got more turtles, you got uh, more jokes that were probably hitting right in your wheelhouse at the time. Uh, I don't know, more monsters. It's just kind of, it's one a little bit dumbed down and a little more of everything. So um, I guess it's just kind of like, do I think this movie delivered on what it was trying to do? Yeah, I think it's kind of, you know, it it does what it wants. Um, It does it well. It's just kind of, to me at this point in my life, pretty straight down the middle. Like I didn't, like I said, I watched it on a Sunday morning. A uh, good Sunday morning movie did not offend me, didn't wow me. I just let it wash over me as I sat there with a stupid little shit-eating grin on my face. So uh, there you go, 2.5. Lottery Dan. Thank you, Kron. Um, Guys, I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1. A hell of a lot more than I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. So I'm giving this a one because I like one better than two. Did you just go and just fake all of your rate my letter, like letterbox reviews? Like, no. Just purposely? I watched this as a child. And I don't really, I know we watched this one multiple times and I know I knew the beats, the main beats, but a lot of the jokes and shit, I was like, I don't remember. Like, and then I was like, maybe I didn't like this as a kid. Maybe that's why I always watched the first one. So I, I believe I didn't like the second one. I only seen the third one once. So I think Ninja Turtles 2 just totally turned me off. Deep-seated childhood stuff here. Well. I had it as a 2, right? Yeah, I think so. I didn't even I don't even know how I rated that movie like whenever I did that. Yeah. But yeah, that was Oh. That's a rough one. Wow. It's a one for one star. Monster. Do you think this is like as bad as I don't know, <sighs> Doll Man versus Demonic Toys? Yeah. 
I don't. It's I, at least more watchable than that, right? I, I mean, was, I, I almost said I think I'd rather watch. I, I, I take this over Dollman, I guess. I don't. Just did not hit with me, guys. Yeah, I mean, you can keep <laughs> your one. It's just kind of you know. Just I don't know. All right. And they didn't do any ninja stuff. <laughs> they vanished at one point. Or uh, someone does, or I don't know. They research ooze. I mean, <laughs> what more do you need? At least in the first one, they're doing some spin kicks and shit. You know, they're not like n- super ninjaing it up in the first one, but there's at least some martial arts. Oh, yeah, one for me. Sorry, guys. Don't apologize to me. Karan, uh, you used a word. It, this thing is incredibly watchable, man. Like, I put this thing on, and I was having a tough time keeping notes because I was just fucking watching it with a shit-eating grin on my face. Um, yes, it's an absolute bummer that you go from one to this, but... If they had that conversation of like, shit, we've got to make this for kids. I think they delivered on that aspect. Um, There's some nostalgia in here for me. I don't like it as much as I like the first one, but it still accomplishes what I think they set out to do. I do kind of agree with what was said earlier that this is like 75% of a movie. It does seem like there should have been another action scene in there or uh, you know you think the first one slows down when you think about oh they go to this fucking house and it's like kind of boring for a while but when we watched it last year I was like man this is like real fucking deep like this is actually like proper storytelling there should be this dip right before you get back to it this doesn't have that it blows through any of those sort of scenes but it maintains its energy Again, not as good as the first one. 3.5. I think we're going to be below. Dan just threw this movie through a fucking wall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze would have an average rating from the three of us of 2.33. This would end up at number 54 on the big list. This would be right below Trancers at 53 and right above (laughs) Deep Rising at 55. Damn. Who's the right. main character in Trancers? Jack Death. Tim Thomerson. What's his name? Jack Death. No, the actor's name. Tim Thomerson. Don't think <laughs> I wasn't. Thomas. I didn't have that up my sleeve ready to go. <laughs> Tom Thomerson. <laughs> Is it Tom Thomerson or Tim Thomerson? It's Tom Thomerson now. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, rate my letterboxed. Dan and I tied with a .5. And Kron maintains his lead, getting a one. 
I'm doing it again, guys. Uh, after this round, I would have 15 bones. You would have a 12. Dan, you would have a 12.5. Shit. Uh, if you're updating your scorecard at home, Nick's, Nick has a 9.5 and Brantley an 11. <laughs> Tom, a 10. Mm-hmm. Tom has a hundred points. Tom has a perfect ten. Well, that was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two: Secret of the Ooze. That puts a little nice bow on greasy, grimy, slimy. Thank you, Dan, for the category. Don't mention it. I think that's it. I think like this movie, we should just do a backflip, cue the music, and get the hell out of here. By the way, you still have twenty to do. For this pick. No, I'm just going to clap my hands and hope you're not watching. Uh, guys, I think there's one thing left to do, actually, that we do at the end of categories. Oh, fuck. That's right. Crashing? Thank you, Tron. Somebody always forgets. Oh, by the way, great edit on a, uh, on Prey there. Forgetting on the Quran about Predator 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, thank you, Brantley, for setting that up. Fucking, all, those guys are all-stars, man. Uh, yes, it is time for Fuck, Mary Kill that we do at the end of every category. Dan, this was your category, so you can go last. All right. Kron, why don't you go first, buddy? Uh, I'm going to marry Jason Goes to Hell. You got to stick with the one that brought you, right? Uh, it's yep. my movie. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I don't know. Fuck turtles and big a uh, leave a big old stain on the carpet from the murder of the greasy strangler. Um, I'm gonna follow that. No, I guess I'll inverse it. I'm gonna marry the turtles. I'm gonna fuck Jason. I'm killing the greasy strangler. Guys, I'm marrying the greasy strangler. And I'm killing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm killing Jason. No, can't do you that. can't do that. Uh-uh-uh. I guess I'd fuck Jason, because at least there were some people fucking in that one. Hell yeah. Hey, uh, there was a lot of fucking in Greasy Strangler. Nobody <laughs> yeah, There's almost more fucking in... Is that the most fucking in a movie that we've covered? It's a lot of fucking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of grease. Well, looks like we all uh, got high off our own shit in this category, (laughs) (laughs) and that's fine. So if you uh, liked this episode and you've made it this far, you can uh, find us on Twitter. You can find us. We have a Discord. You can follow us on Letterboxd. You can follow us each individually on Letterboxd. Let this category stand as three of us were all individuals. Right? And that's what makes our friendship strong. How many more episodes do we got, Cron? I feel like you guys, hey. there's always a space after I talk. There's a... <laughs> this, it's just this, chronic question. This, this would have been movie 75. So, guys, only uh, 25 movies left before this no, we curse is lifted. Three, we are three quarters of the way there. To the end of season one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, check in with your parole officers. You're three fourths the way through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. For Laundry Dan, for Cron Howard, I have been Bones. 
This is Five Day Rentals. Crash and burn. Calabunga! Buddies forever. Welcome back, everybody, to the after shower segment of the Five Day Rentals podcast. This is where uh, we've washed off as much of the grease and grime and slime as we can. And guys, it's that most exciting time of the podcast where we're exiting one category and about to enter another. Uh. Uh, I'm going to share my screen here. The show, the show should just be us revealing categories. We don't (laughs) cover movies. Mm -hmm. That'd be fine. You guys got that? Yeah. Yes, sir. We go rando.org. All right, guys, I've pulled up random.org. Uh, my numbers are one through 10 guys, just. For transparency, I have left one, two, six, and ten. Uh, you'll notice I've punched in one through four. There's no reason to keep spinning this thing over and over and over when we can just limit it on the front end. So, right. Uh, without further ado, here we go. Three. <sighs> Guys, this is category number two. Uh, the name of this category is simply Black Magic. Uh, what we're going to be watching are movies that have anything to do with sorcery, conjuring, uh, Satan himself, anything like that. Any kind of spell doesn't have to be the focus of the movie, just anything like that. <laughs> you got a scene? That's all you need. I heard Satan in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Guys, my selection for this is a movie that since we created this podcast, I've been wanting to cover. I don't know if you remember, but I remember when we were talking big rigs, uh, there was one movie that I thought about including in our pre-run to records. And I said, no, no, I'm going to save that for the podcast. (laughs) So guys, we're going to the year 1986 from one of the premier directors, John Carpenter. We're watching big trouble in little China. I think somebody just secured that number one spot. Yeah, that's right. So what if it's a five-star mixed into the normal (laughs) program? You're telling me that uh, Big Trouble doesn't deserve to be talked about as a five-day rental? No, absolutely. It deserves to be talked about as a five-star banger. Well, I don't think you agree with that, Dan. So (laughs) 
<laughs> but you agree with that. I might agree with that. I'm not going to take my rating off Letterboxd. Who cares? <laughs> I think this more fits the mold of a five-day rental than a five-star banger. So Kron's a 4.5. We'll see, won't we? I mean, you raise a good point. The whole cr- the whole reason we created the five star banger was to avoid those. So I I'm I'm saying you watch it. We're gonna watch it. I want to watch it. This is great. I love this movie. I mean, the but. whole reason we created five star bang truthfully was to talk about movies like Sorcerer and <laughs> a movie Jack you Reacher. consider five stars, right? But we y- talked about Jack Reacher. You're telling me which is Bones' five star banger. You're telling me Big Trouble doesn't deserve to be as like a, if you were going to go into a movie rental place and someone was going to recommend you a movie. Uh, yeah, big, it would be in big, the five star section. God damn it. That's <laughs> your credit. That's your uh, employee pick. You want me to pick yeah. a different movie? I've. I, it's your category. You've, hey, if you, you just... If you don't like it, this was one of the first categories I made before we came up with five-star bangers. If you don't want it, because I probably will rate it five stars. (laughs) I've already rated it five stars. (laughs) I'll send you an alternate. I'll send you an alternate if you want. Just redo rando.org, take that category out, and or just change your pick. I'll pick a different movie. Because Black Magic, you can... <laughs> All kinds of shit. Pull up Letterboxd right now and pick another movie. This was made before Five Star Bangers came around. <laughs> I made this so, right after Big Rigs. should have changed <laughs> whenever we decided on a whole Five Star Bangers list. Why? This was here before that. <laughs> Grandfathered in, dude. This is your second strike. To be with fair, this. I also I took I did take a movie out. I took a category out because of the creation of the Five Star Banger. You did this with um, Raising Cane. 4.5. Four, he, get, to be, he gave that a 4.5. Any 4.5 you give could be a five-star banger at any time. Could be, but it wasn't. That's a 4.5 movie. See, I'm letting Raising Cane slide because I picked Batman Forever. I took Tough Turf off out of the categories when we created the five star and put it in that bank. I thought so, so big I'm trouble torn. was in there. Maybe not. I don't know. No. There's another carpenter in there. The thing is in there. That's Kron's next well oh, shit, we shouldn't say that. Oh, I'm sorry, Carpenter's got a fucking shitload of awesome movies. <laughs> <laughs> don't apo- never apologize. Uh, don't for apologize carpenter. for Carpenter. I'm just saying. Uh, you decide what you want to do. Fine, we're here. If, we're we're here for the ride. If you guys don't, if you really don't want it, because I, I'm telling you right now, I will give it five stars. <laughs> um, 
Well, then you got to think about the integrity of the big list. Give me... And, and, and we're going to have to write some rules. I have a new selection to you. You know, how about this? Because I won't give this movie five stars. Uh, no, nah, I don't want to do that one. I'll get back to you in less than 24 hours with a movie. <laughs> Just do another... Do no, one category stands. Category All stands. Right. I'm going to send you an alternate pick. Since you guys are being fucking children <laughs> Tommy, about this. <laughs> You knew this coming into that. Yeah. It's an awesome movie. You we should cover said it. That. We should cover it. It's a good movie. As a five-star banger, yes, I agree. You don't think it's a five-star movie? You don't know what I think about Big Trouble. Have I'm I looking, ever rated hey, it? You know, yes, I'm looking right at it. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> Letterboxd is fucking retarded. I, I That's where it. I'm torn because... How did I if our fucking if four? our ratings stand, I it would. It a four. Who me? Hold you on. give it a two point five. Mm-hmm. Did I really? Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, dude. I'm on list. Hold on. Oh shit! I and did. I have it. And I have it as a four. So what? That would average out to what? Like a high three? I think Kron actually yelled at me for my rating. Uh huh. Yeah, I that sounds he right. Texted me like, "What the fuck." And I said, I have it. I have to rewatch it. It's been forever. Well, guess what? We don't get to rewatch it now. And <laughs> that's not, that's on me. That's not on you. You just said, I will give this movie a five star. I will give it because it's a five star movie, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> an incredible, so incredible where, movie. Where what, what, what an incredible <laughs> after showers event here. I mean, God. you're telling me that this movie. I love the category choice. Look, yeah. there's a huge difference between Blowout and Big Trouble in Little China. And I feel like you guys are so locked into you gave it a five star, so you can't do it as part of the regular show. That was the whole point of the five star bangers. All right, but but Big Trouble is like it's so goofy and campy that it deserves to be in an upper echelon. It's it's not the same thing as like Kron, we're covering the fucking warriors on the next five star banger. Yeah. That's not goofy and campy. I would say people respect that more than Big Trouble. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. All right, I'll send you an alternate pick. The category stands. <laughs> I will send you a pick. I and mean, what does Bones think? I'm not. I, I mean, I wouldn't have picked. Like I said, I had a category specific for so we could watch Tough Turf. Then we created the five star and we were like, all right, the whole re- a part of this is to not only talk about like good stuff, but like Dan said, to protect the integrity of the lists. Yeah, but to take that stuff out. You're also arguing that Dan could pick this movie for the exact same category, whereas I couldn't. That's not true because that- I know that you love this movie. Yeah, but technically you could pick it and I, and you're saying I can't. I wouldn't do that, though, because I, I know the, that you are a five stars on that. 
Yeah, Dan wouldn't have picked. I him. mean, who who knows where I'm going to land on the next rewatch? Four point five or a five? Oh shit! <laughs> who who knows? Hey, who knows? All right, here's compromise. We change. We adapt the category, and we just do five star movies. Then <laughs> we're just going. And start but categories. but the but the but it's just five stars that we would pick. Like maybe try to find stuff that you would rate. You the picker would give it five, but the others wouldn't. I don't know. You're really dumping a lot at the top of the list, though. Like your the category the category stands. I will send an <laughs> alternate pick in less than twenty four hours to each of you. Okay, like two different picks. No, like one movie. <laughs> Same pick. I, yeah. yeah. You each have to watch a different movie. <laughs> I, can, you, can you record your reveal of the movie and talk about it a little bit? And then after this, I'll edit that in. Nah, nobody listens to this anyway. Okay. I want to listen to it. I, but then I'm just talking to myself about the movie. <laughs> but this is going to be confusing. People aren't going to know. Well, it'll be a mystery. Just like, record you saying the title. Okay. <laughs> if you d- if you don't, I'll record it and I'll throw it in. Okay. I'll record a title. <laughs> you can record it and then you can give your reason on why you changed your rating for Mad God as well because you never did that. Yeah, I'll do that on my next episode. So for clarification, we are not watching Big Trouble in Little China for the new category Black Magic. We don't get to. (laughs) We don't get to is more of another year of our lives. Yep. Yep. This is a whole year of our lives. Hey, sorry, Big Trouble in Little China fans. Uh, (laughs) I tried to get this movie on the pod, but clearly you can see I'm up against a wall here. If only Tom could come and punch a hole through that wall. All right. This, we're going to do the edit point right now. Crash and burn. Cyber Christ lives. Can't be a stud if you don't eat your grub. Hey, everybody. Crown Howard here. Welcome back, I guess, to what can only be called the first ever after after shower segment of the show. Um, I'm sure if you're still listening, you've had to pick your job off the ground from what transpired in the after shower segment. Unbelievable. Um, clearly, Dan and Bones uh, have an issue with John Carpenter's amazing film, Big Trouble in a Little China. Uh, I'm not going to let him win. I'm not going to bend. I'm not going to break. If they say we can't watch that one, damn it, we're watching a Carpenter anyway. Guys, I've decided I'm trading one for the other. We're going to 1987. We're watching Prince of Darkness. I'll see you next week on the show. Until then, there's nothing left to say but crash and burn.